and welcome to The Real Study with your hosts, Mr. Snippets. Welcome back to The Real Study. Black Girl Marvel. But I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Mr. Marvelite. Not knowing anything about the film. All the movie things. You know, and like I was locked in right away. The pre-review with Super Gummy Guru. Pre-review. And me, the real study movie voice guy. Let's go to the poster wall. And welcome to episode 18, season one of The Real Study. My name is Mr. Snidbits, and as always, with me to my left is Black Girl Marvel and all the movie things. No Mr. Marvelite tonight. He is out for the evening uh, because of situations, and uh, we wish him well. But we do have a special guest, and his name is J. Kev Parker. Yay! Hello. Welcome. Welcome, And we are going to be discussing football movies, as you saw there. We've got (laughs) Super Bowl Sunday. I know the game is probably still on. Hello, Sheldon. Uh, The game is still on, and somebody's going to win, but that's not what we're concerned about. We're concerned about these three movies. That's true. Uh, Somebody will. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think there's no overtime in the Super Bowl. Somebody has to win. Uh, so we're going to be discussing the Waterboy, Remember the Titans, and the program, which was a special request by the pre-review guy, Super Kami Guru, also Sean. Uh, so we're going to be reviewing that mm. for him. I know he's excited. Okay. He said it's his favorite football movie. So we'll, oh, we'll, no. let's... oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, I know. So, Whoa. So, you know, That's heavy. Tread no. lightly, but also be be real, because I know he prefers the real criticism like we all yeah. do. So, um Let's talk about The Waterboy, and uh, I always like to do this to our guest. I would love to hear uh, J. Kev's Parker's initial reaction to seeing The Waterboy after this many years. Um, yeah. Or is this well, all the time? <laughs> this is one of those movies that plays pretty frequently at my house. So, uh, And partly because it reminds me of home. I grew up in northeast Texas, pretty close to Louisiana, and so uh, in a you know, small football town. And even though I, I didn't play, I was a band geek, but you know, I was always there to support the team. <laughs> and uh, it was one of the last movies that my dad and I got to watch together uh, at home uh, before he passed. So it, it was, I said, dad, you're going to love this movie. Cause it's going to be like, you know, looking at friends down the street. It's going to be very familiar to you. And it was, so <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, I, I did that too. Also, kind of teach my kids some of my home culture. <laughs> Not quite Cajun, but like I said, we're right on the fringe of that uh, back where I'm from, so. That's fair, that's fair. And you were the one that picked that. this movie, so what was the reasoning? Uh, was that also the reasoning, or was well, there another reason? When you first said football movies, and I was like, well, that's the only one I know, and it's not I actually know several, but that was the first one that comes to my mind because it's so I just love it so much. And I know it's goofy, but there's still some good messages in there, and you know about accepting yeah. uh, family members. You know, we don't talk about Bruno, like we don't talk about your dad, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a lot of these themes that are still <gasps> present in other uh, movies and and uh, media and stuff. So. Even though it's a goofy comedy, it's I think it's one of Adam Sandler's best. All I right. agree. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Black Girl Marvel, go ahead and uh, tell me about The Waterboy. Okay. So I'm going to be Mr. Marvelite. So The Waterboy is essentially a story about, like, uh, <laughs> I love him so much. He's like one of my favorite humans. I miss him, and uh, we miss you, Mr. Marvelite. I hope your situation clears up and nothing bad is going on. But um, The Waterboy is, like, one of my favorite Adam Sandler films. 
because to me, that was when Adam Sandler was like in his bag of comedy. Like he, anything he came out with was like a hit during this time. No matter how crazy it was, like no matter how weird, <laughs> little Nikki. Mm. Um, so you know, it was like, you know, it was like one of the top tier ones. But also, it was because Adam Sandler to me is always good when he's endearing and sweet. Like he does really well in those roles. And this movie just had like top tier cast. It had a good storyline, great actors, and just a fun. I thought like it was fun to be on that set, probably. And and the fact that it was like part of me felt like it was spoofing a football movie, but still a football movie in its own right at the same time. So that just makes it really just really good. So yeah. I like that you said that. I'm definitely going to come back to that. All the movie things. What was your uh, take on The Waterboy this time? I know we've all seen this one before. Yeah, I've seen this one so many times. Um, probably not as much as Kevin, but uh, definitely it's, <laughs> I've seen it quite a few times. It is one of my favorite Adam Sandler films. And Lala mentioned a good good point. It's like he always has like his buddies in these films, right? And it's mm-hmm. this one really was just like them just having a blast, you know, making this movie, I imagine. Um, yeah, it does have some good messaging. There are some like this time around, I, I did pay more attention to like certain, certain pieces of dialogue that were said, like things that you probably wouldn't say in this Mm -hmm. day, you know? Um, and so that, that it was just interesting that those things like were coming out at me this time around, you know, it's like, it kind of says about how much we kind of grow as people in a way too, but, and how it's like, okay to like, you can still love a film, but also like critique the thing yeah. or, you know, yeah. that have an issue. Um, but still it's like, I mean, <laughs> I was still laughing out loud at so many parts, even though I've seen it so many times, it's just like the ridiculous nature of like the food that, that mama makes. <laughs> it's always just like over the top, like Cajun, whatever, <laughs> you know, swamp food. It, it, oh, like Kevin, not just stereotyping. You're muted, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, you're mute. You're muted, sir. Sorry about that. It's not that far off, honestly. Uh, <laughs> really? Oh my god! From that region of the world, I mean, it, it was me. a little over the top, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I grew up. I'm not even joking. I we ate squirrel sometimes. <laughs> we ate like rabbit. Yeah. Anything that we could catch. Uh, I didn't personally like all that stuff, but you know, right. when you're poor on the farm and you don't have enough animals I on the farm to do. sustain you, you do right. what you got to do. I had yeah. neighbors yeah. that have like snakes hanging down that they had, you know, <laughs> sorry, I've seen, I've seen that but... in um, my family. Uh, a lot of my family is Georgia based. Okay. And, and then uh, some of them like moved up to like a, maybe like a top tier type of Georgia, but a lot of them are still like, deep in georgia and you see that like you like their neighbors are like got rabbits hanging or right. snakes hanging and stuff yeah. like that so i've seen that before but like oh my goodness that's what the parker farm was like parker farm so while we're that's talking about know. food yeah. in the water boy i do want to mention another thing before i do my take do we think that adam sandler at the time had a real problem with kfc or at least colonel sanders because <laughs> he put that dude through the ringer every chance oh, yeah, he yeah. had in that every film. chance he had yep um, yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like it was him maybe like he had a bad night with friends at kfc and yeah the result and, yeah or maybe had maybe. a bad deal with the company no, colonel sanders you're wrong or yeah. honestly i i like that better to think that like like maybe the movie wanted them as, as backing or a sponsor. And right. KFC was just like, nah, we're not doing that. And then Adam Sandler was like, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, it's all right. Copy that. All right, well, no problem. <laughs> and that happens, yeah. that happens in film. It does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that one better, Brian. That's good. So yeah. this but. time around for me, I, I it's weird. I've seen this movie just like all of us dozens of times probably um, mm -hmm. because it was one of the better Adam Sandler films even mm -hmm. during the the height of Adam Sandler. So it was yeah. to, it was worth watching a few times. But I the last time I remember watching this film was actually when I joined the military. This was the film they had on the bus from the airport to the base. <laughs> Funny. And we got to watch the whole thing, and there was really? only like 10 minutes before we got to base where I was reflecting on The Water Boy, uh, and we were all cheering, and oh, what a great movie. And then we got to be, you know, you know, at, at reception battalion at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh -huh. um, and they're yelling at you. Yeah, we didn't sleep that night. So, you know, nope. that, that movie stuck <laughs> in my head. Anyway. Um, Funny. I, it is still funny. It does have some problems. Mm -hmm. There's They drop the R word a lot of times uh, this right. time. You know, yeah, I yeah. don't think I used to notice that. Um mm -hmm. I'm glad I do now. We, um, because we didn't have to, right? We didn't. We, didn't right. we all didn't like, have a responsibility movies, because as a society. Movies reflect the time, the, time, the time zone that they're in, like mm -hmm. our timeline yeah. or what they're in, and nobody cared about that word in right. yeah. the 90s or whatever. You know? mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, but the part that's still, I still, I chuckle even thinking about it because when Brian said uh, that it's still funny, I thought of this moment because it's the one that sticks out of my head. And it's literally when he walks up and he does the Captain Insano move on the guy. Oh. <laughs> I cannot yeah. not laugh every time. No, totally. I, yeah. So, yeah. yeah Honestly, we, we wouldn't be cool if you didn't laugh at that part. Dave. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, it's almost like I never expected, even though I know it's coming. It's one of right. those yeah. perfectly timed jokes. Um, mm -hmm. it's yeah. And that's what I miss about Sandler. I think when we talk about maybe his newer films, yeah. I miss those moments mm -hmm. uh, that you don't get those as much, even in like blended, which I just watched. It was, you know, it was cute and they're mm -hmm. great together. But anyway, I, that aside, yeah. um, what messages does this film send? I mean, are, are we, we're saying this is an upbeat comedy that's really sending a good message. So it gets to yeah. stay with us, even though it has mm -hmm. some problematic moments. I feel like the message is that it's okay to be different and you can still be, you can still be essentially <laughs> always pull Marvel and stuff. You can still be worthy if you're not like the, like everybody else, you know, if you're not a part of the status quo, essentially, like cause essentially like he also family drama, but like he carved out his own niche in the sense, you know, like he, instead of conforming to other people, he just made people understand that he was okay. You know, I mean, it's okay to like me because I'm different and I'm unique. And I think that's the biggest, that was the biggest pull away for me, family drama aside, like his mom needed to let go. Like she, and then, and then again, it was, it's drama. It's like, it's trauma because a man that she loved right. left her. And so she didn't want the only other man in her life that she loved to leave her. And she held on for dear life. Um, to the point where it was almost a little gross and creepy. Like they, they treasured that line fairly well, but it could have gotten like really bad if this was like a, a 2007 type of film. Like I really feel like yeah, it yeah. went down a yeah. very uh -huh. dangerous, uh, dark rabbit hole, but it didn't. But yeah. yeah, I just think it's okay to be yourself. And I think that's what Adam Sandler, I feel like he's trying to say that in all his movies, but specifically in this movie. So. Yeah, I can see that. I think also you're not just required to be whatever your mm. parents were or anybody mm. in your family. Mm. I mean, it's got similar message to the rise of Skywalker, if you want to think, or lots of star Wars, right? Like mm. you aren't just whoever your parents were, or whatever your right. DNA is. And, mm. uh, but the, 
you know, mama wanted so badly for him not to turn out like Roberto. Or I can't even say it like the way she said it. Roberto. Roberto. Yeah, Roberto. Uh, yeah. That uh, she just Shout wouldn't let him do game. anything. She like put him in a bubble and he just, you know, it, yeah. it made him even look weirder than he normally was. And But, mm -hmm. you know, once he went out and got to do his own thing, she realized, okay, he's not going to be like this jerk. And, yeah. uh, which one of my favorite scenes. Well, I have so many, but like when <laughs> she decides to tackle him at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. He makes the same noise as him and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. And I exactly. bet you people assumed that Roberto was where he got that edge, where he got, but no, it came from Mama. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we yeah. saw that the moment she opened her mouth. Like, oh, she, mm -hmm. she got some anger in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still every time I see Kathy Bates, I just think about like, uh, you know, what was the movie the Stephen King movie she was in? Misery. Oh, uh, Misery. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I knew you were gonna. Yeah. Get, like that's the one everybody thinks yeah, of. Yeah. So. Kathy Bates She's... has always been amazing. Oh Anytime yeah. Anytime oh, I think yeah. about Kathy Bates, I always think about the family that prays, like her and Alfred Woodard. Maybe, you oh, know, cause yeah, I yeah. I like them together. That was saber. Cause she was she was just as like sassy and you know like you can't put paws around, but she's also like. Like loving and free. I feel like everybody mm -hmm. should have that dichotomy within them. Like I can be hard when it's not for us to get the business, but when we're out of right. business, it's all like love and family, and we can have a right. good time. She Fried green tomatoes too. Oh, yeah. green, green, green. And also yeah. just her in uh, as the business owner in uh, the office. I thought she. Did yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. So yeah. funny. I mean, she yeah, yeah. she brings it in everything she does, even if it's a little tiny just mm -hmm. speck of a role. She'll she she brings that gravitas, if you will. Um, exactly. So the there are scenes. So Lala had said that this movie kind of makes fun of, but is in itself still a football film. And I think that that's so true. We watched three films that are all football films, so we got to kind of see mm -hmm. the football tropes kind of played through three times. And yeah. all three films had very similar structure, and all three films had a kind of a way to weave mm -hmm. its path, if you will, not to you know. Yeah, I was gonna say like just how they're very different in tone. Right. But they yeah. all like hit a lot of the same marks. Yeah. And it was yeah. Specifically, the Waterboy and Remember the Titans were weirdly right. very paralleled. Um, yeah. <laughs> while the program yeah. like went a little deeper into certain specific things. I right. Think. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, pretty interesting contrast. Yeah. Um, maybe we should get yeah. more specific in our film contrast so we can see these parallels. Um, because I like how the story is told both off and on the field. So, a yeah. lot of yeah, these yeah. films, like, you see the drama from off the field playing out on the field. Right. Mm -hmm. And you even see some character transformations sometimes on yeah. the field when they realize, oh, well, that guy should have blocked him. And, you know, you're not mm -hmm. doing your job. And suddenly, like some characters do some 180s. Yeah. Some right. 180 the wrong direction. But, you know, it's yeah. 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 No, totally. Although there's controversy about 360s in Star Wars right now. But anyway, I, I don't need to bring that up. Um, yeah. But it's okay to do a 180, though. <laughs> 180s, yeah. but not a 360. Just not 360s, yeah. Rewatching the halftime show, Marley. Okay, so apparently the halftime show is entertaining, and we'll have to take a look at yeah, that. Yeah, hers pretty good. Yeah, I'll take, I figured I was going to watch it afterwards anyway. I don't have, yeah. like, actual television to watch. You were I just, just saying that, like, yeah, no, I know. No, <laughs> Kevin doesn't either. Like, <laughs> I just stream everything. So I was like. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, eh, All right. I'll catch on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Brian. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. YouTube is a caution. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention too, like that I picked out from uh, Waterboy was the idea of like, and it's kind of like is piggybacking off what Kevin mentioned, but like 
standing your ground and standing up for yourself and, you know, not letting those things of the past control you any longer and letting go of that stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and like so many characters in this film do that, you know, coach Klein does it himself, mm -hmm. you know, and like even mama in a, in a lot of ways does it. And of course, like the water boys yeah. throughout the whole film has those bigger moments, but they're like these other characters that all kind of have share that throughout the film of, well, even his letting friend. go and coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He gets better at punting or not punting, but yeah. field goal kicking. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Vicky has not been mentioned yet. And I think Vicky is such an amazing <laughs> character. Um, and I think Veruza Volk yeah. does not get the due credit that she yeah. deserves as an actress. She, does not, she is yeah. a she brilliant not, actress. She is one of my favorite. If you well, talking about yeah. the craft one day, we should oh, yeah. we do craft, that. We can have a Baruza Ball day. Um, if we, you to. we need to because I love her. Day. I don't care what she does. <laughs> she brings like it's like she always brings herself and the character to the to the screen, and mm -hmm. that's what makes it like great. Okay. And so, I just think she's great. I love her. Mm -hmm. Biggie was literally mentioning the movie I wanted to mention, which was Return to Oz, which was my first experience and the only Wizard of Oz movie I actually like of the three that exist. That's my favorite. <gasps> Yeah, I don't like the original week. You can flog me later. Oh wow! Um, okay. I, yeah, it's we've got to we've got to hydrate. Oh, yeah. so hydrate. Oh. Yeah. So, Kev, you don't have to worry about any of that. It's it's, it's all on us. Um, it's a thing in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> They're telling us to hydrate. Someone redeemed the hydrate. So we go. It's the interaction. The chat is there for that yeah. reason. Kev's um, like, I, I want the thirst anyway. <laughs> you can, of course, if you want Here, to. There you up. go. Yay! Okay. Are we having is conflicting branding here? Yeah, we're having conflicting yeah, branding. Yeah, we're, we're not. I'm always sponsored by Bubbly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Weren't you sponsored <laughs> by that other? Oh, okay. I, yeah, I was sponsored by one of the other ones. We had we had some conflicts. There. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, I just have a stitch cup with some water. <laughs> Yours is some high quality. Some high quality H2O. It's still branded. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. And technically, the Water Boy was a Disney film. Uh, wasn't it? it was Touchstone? No. That's the. Uh, sorry. That's remember the Titans that I saw Touchstone at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, yeah. I knew I saw one at the beginning of one of these three films. Yeah, yeah. remember the Titans is Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I'm one of many. We'll get to the remember the Titans. We don't mm -hmm. need to do that yet. Um, so Boo that man. there are a lot of movies that are funny <laughs> that when we reviewed them before, we kind of get stuck after sh such a short period of time because there's not a lot of substance. Yeah. But the Waterboy yeah. has enough substance um, that I think that this review has gone on longer than I expected. Um, <laughs> right. I got more. I would you love to more? hear more. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's probably Rob Schneider's best role. You can do it. Oh man, I was just gonna mention like just the, that one line. I cultural, love it so much. Yeah, the cultural. <laughs> yeah, the second one. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. I mean. I'll just freaking head off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He, he now, plays a good sort of buffoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just randomly pop it up. And, and he's he's definitely. It's weird. He's eating weird rodents in his shed when they find him. So he's the he's the least. <laughs> of my concern um the clint howard character that like gropes vicky for literally no reason kind of right. scares me a little bit um and yeah. again those are the things we're kind yeah. of like okay right those i'm not what now. you call an attractive man yeah and i love him for doing it and i love clint for being that character that nobody remembers in every movie mm -hmm. um i respect no in every movie in every movie and in i respect every him. movie I, I him. So. it's like he's a um i'm gonna do a doctor who reference i don't know if anybody's gonna get this but he's like the um the those those silent men from from um I can't remember their names from Doctor Who they like the who look at them 
the silence yes the silence yeah. thank you they mm-hmm. he's at the silence like you'll look at him in the movie you're like great and the moment they go to another scene you just forget who he is because you don't think like, <laughs> he pulled a like peter parker but he is in every oh, Ron Howard movie. Too I think soon. Most of them. So, also, spoilers: I have not seen Far From Home. Oh, well, I was talking or about not Far From Home, but yeah, no way, yeah. no way. Have you seen yeah. Far From I have Home? not seen the newest Spider-Man movie, but that's okay. I wasn't no. listening. Anyway. We won't talk about that anymore. Okay. No. I, I actually no. wasn't listening. Strangely, I have learned how to tune out when I feel my spider senses kick up and I hear Spider-Man talk. I, I his, tune out. It's his snitty tingle. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Um, okay, so Jerry Reed's character, the other coach, sure. right? Like, I, I think he's a great example, like a good caricature of just this, you know, the doofiest, goofiest dude bro, like, you know, take over for other people, act tough, and, you know, steal stuff from other people. Like, he took Coach Klein's plays and his job, mm-hmm. basically, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, part of the whole story yeah. is about Klein being able to stand up to him and to be able mm-hmm. to finally get his mojo back. And uh, and then whipped the snot out of him because he knew all the plays the guy was using because they were his plays. Right. He just so he finally came up with some new things, and he decided, you know. But he it he, he was just so like, uh, I'm trying to think of yeah. appropriate words to say this, but like cut down. Like his character was like, mm-hmm. like completely. Uh, yeah, I uh-huh. can't. There are words I'm trying to avoid. Um, emasculated can we say that yes uh yes. basically he was mm-hmm. like uh you know taken down to where he had zero confidence he was this you know football coach this big time winning football coach and uh yeah so i, I liked seeing him grow along with bobby boucher mm-hmm. um I thought, they were like two know, sides of the same coin right like what mm-hmm. one had the other needed and what one had you know they kind of like from each other in the same yeah. exactly they did play off each other and mm-hmm. yeah it's, he's like you know visualize you know water yeah. sucks yeah well, yeah but it's like you're but then it's like so this good. like it's funny because it's like you know it's giving me like kung fu panda vibes where like you know uh seafood ch- ch- like train poe but then mm-hmm. in the last film seafood acts poe to train him so yeah. it was like in water boils it's like the same thing like bobby learned all these qualities from coach kind of like little things here and there to stand up for himself, visualize, and then to turn around and tell him the same thing. Like, visualize him as something that doesn't, uh, like, like, use your own knowledge to defeat him, you know, kind of like, so it was like a nice full circle moment, I would pretend. Yeah, I think I wish I had thought to have a Gatorade. Gatorade, just for. <laughs> I think that that's something that can be applied to pretty much all, yeah. all of us because there is uh, an intimidation yeah. factor ha- people have, even just in networking and just trying to get to know people in a field they're interested in being in, and you you feel like everybody when you're new is above you, and in a way of knowledge they are, but not in status or statue or stature or even confidence because even some of the most successful people are not confident. They just they act like they are and yes especially men like the other coach yeah Uh, right insecure men yeah yeah right and and these are the people that i've this is one of the reasons that uh football films don't always like speak to me because sometimes it is sort of the dude bros but a lot of these are Mm -hmm. like trying to show that it's much more than that and i've had a lot of good friends who are football players so i know that they're not all the same like you know one type of dude but there are that type of dude definitely is on most football teams, right? Mm-hmm. Like the guy who mm-hmm. would just assume, you know, act tough and steal people's, you know, ideas and jobs and then, 
you know, you're just, you're powerless against them. And that's the way a lot of people feel. And, uh, you know, it, it was guys like that, that I decided to stand up to when I was in high school, that is, well, we'll talk later about, you know, the whole mm -hmm. fanboy thing. Uh, but, you know, giving me that confidence to s decide, I'm never going to let somebody like that run over me and, mm -hmm. or other people, or other people if, I, yeah. if I see yeah. them run over other mm -hmm. people, I'm going to pull a Bobby Boucher and knock them yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, they think I'm toxic, but I don't care. Maybe yeah. I'm. I think, I, think, I think it's funny to call somebody yeah, toxic. How are you toxic against toxic men? Like, that doesn't make yeah. sense. You're just fighting fire with fire, but you are on the side of right. So there's a huge difference. Right. It's a huge, and, you're, and, you're not, and you're not targeting people to make them feel bad. You're already targeting people that's targeting themselves in a sense. Like, you're not, you're not seeking people out and being toxic. Right. They're it's the projection for me, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's totally projection. Oh, yeah. the worst. But yeah. it's the same in a lot of these things. And when we see it, when we talk about Remember the Titans, like there's some of that in there too, right? Where these people, some of them had some great transformations. That film, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever cried in a film as much as I've cried in that film mm -hmm. today, watching mm -hmm. it again. And I was yeah, just yeah. like, ah, that, that, that film hurts me. But That's in good. a good way. Yeah. It's yeah. a good kind of hurt. Mm -hmm. But uh, But yeah, like I just, you know, to be able to stand up against that stuff and reflect that energy back, you know, double lightsaber style <laughs> back mm -hmm. on themselves, then they're the ones that are hurting themselves. That's not me doing it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Or Bobby Boucher. Now, Bobby a lot Boucher of people don't like them. a mirror to be raised in front of them so they can see what they actually yeah, I was just going to say, you're just reflecting back. So on them. if I'm reflecting analogy. back, thank you, sir. I have moments. Thank you. <laughs> um, so people don't like that. And so when you do that, they're like, they want to, they want to put the mirror back in your face. And it's like, no, I'm fine. I'm clean and all this. This is, you're dirty. Like, Stay mad. Well, it's funny I'm too. Like, I'm not mad. Do I look mad to yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. I'm I know. fun with you. <laughs> and it's the same thing with certain films that certain reasons why people don't like certain films is because, oh, I don't like what I'm seeing because I, because that's too much like me. Yeah. You know I mean, like, <clears throat> It's yeah. like reflecting. Like sometimes they don't even realize that. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. They, they're not, they don't have that awareness. Most people are know? not willing to take that moment when they're uncomfortable yeah. and self-reflect simultaneously. Being uncomfortable yeah. is totally. too much for people in the first place. So having to stop mm -hmm. and go, wait a second, am I uncomfortable because of what I've learned and what I've been taught or because I'm yeah. actually really uncomfortable? And in 90% of the cases, it's not because you're really uncomfortable. It's because you think you should be. You've been taught to be and yep. you shouldn't be. So... Yeah. So a lot of those people that mistreated Bobby were kind of the same way, right? Like mm -hmm. they just, they felt like, well, we have to act this way toward this guy and, you know, yep. use those slurs or whatever. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But then eventually, uh, you know, they decided that Bobby's pretty cool. Now, the one thing I don't like about <laughs> the the way these films portray that is if you're the outsider, like if you're the Bobby or, you know, you're the, you know, Coach Boone, uh -huh. as long as you perform well, then everybody cheers right. for you. That's no, the part right. that's exactly. Right. Uh, it's a great story and, you know, you don't have more than sometimes 90 to 120 minutes to explore that, but yeah. like, yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, they did the same thing in the program. Like they were, he had that job for 12 years and I lost one time. And then I, y'all was just like, right. You close to losing your job. So it's like one of those things where it's like, that's the, that's the, that's the monkey on the back, right. And anything in Hollywood and anything is just like, we love you. But the moment you stop performing, we don't love you. But then if that's not love, you know, right. like you're just there because I make money for you or I make this town look good or I bring endorsements or I bring whatever. Yep. But the moment I need your assistance or I need your help or you can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with something and then, yeah, no one's there. Right. No one's yeah. there.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's also highlighted in the Remember the Titans. These movies and even some of their yeah. themes are connected. But again, it's there's themes of, of course, team teams coming together, finding mm-hmm. common ground. All I mean, those tropes were in all mm-hmm. three of these films heavily. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not just with the big the team portion, but also with individuals. Um, we could probably go yeah, in yeah, like individual out. relationships and stuff. Yeah, right. it's yeah. fun, but it is funny how we do t- we do pick movies that somehow have a similarity with all with all three of them. Or even like TV shows, like we have a, just, and most of the time it's random people that picks it. Like, we, like it's not the same person that picks all three movies. Right. Like, I think that speaks to how they just blend. That's, yeah, I was yeah. to say, that speaks to storytelling Tropes, yeah. and such. Yeah. 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 There are I mean, that, that's why it's, yeah, and that's, that's why like the hero's journey, you know, and the story mm-hmm. and the, you know, those things fit so well in film. I mean, isn't the I mean, water boy people the can journey. sort of follow along? Most right? films yeah. are it helps. all the hero's um, journey. Yeah. You can, plug it in you can do it and not be boring which is good um but that's why you know films have three acts typically and if they don't have three acts we all feel like it's a mess because we don't know what's going on yeah we feel like shouldn't there be a like shouldn't there be a little thing in here where they say something about the thing and then a resolution or there's too much like you get a lot of i just meant the ending of the return of the king i just mean that but once the climax is over in that film you spend about half an hour ending the film and it's okay. I'm sure they're they're wrapping up a trilogy, okay. so I understand. Right. But it's okay. a bit Revenge of the Sith. <clears throat> right. Half they of get, that movie they is get really solving the right. fact that Anakin's right. evil. Right. Yeah. So it falls. I always forget that it's a whole half of the movie. Like yeah. like I feel like, oh, it's winding down. No, we're not No. He still haven't killed the young ones yet. So yep. it's just, you know. <laughs> Master Skywalker. Yeah. Is everything are you okay? Like, no, baby, run. He is not run. <laughs> Every time I want him to run. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was weird. He's, it's like he laughed but froze at the same time. Yeah, anyway. So it was okay. like, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> Uh, what about uh, we we can talk a little tiny bit more about Waterboy and then we'll move into this to the interview with with uh, Kev. Um, but Yay. we haven't mentioned Farmer Fran and I did have a question since you were already bringing up Kev that this is kind of your area. Uh, they when you read the subtitles because I watch every movie in subtitles at this age, uh, just so I don't miss anything. And the subtitles say Cajun accent like they it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. And, and they don't even listen, understand him. If you listen closely, right? there's a few moments where you can understand what he's saying, um, but he's like. Really lame oh, yeah. accent. So I think those lines I mean, are I all genuine. Chopper better than I understand him. Right? Right. <laughs> yeah, that that one. That's yeah. the one. We lived. A, we learned to live another day. <laughs> that's the only one I can understand. Yes, yeah. But you hear him say it, and you're like, <laughs> he said it three times. I get day. it. Right. So he, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get the jest at least. Um, but that's yeah, just making fun of like people that are so thick into whatever accent that even yeah. their own people can't understand them. Right. Like there are, I'm an East Texan and there are definitely people from East Texas that I cannot quite understand because their drawl is so thick. Yep. And uh, it's like, I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth. Right. Like, and I, I purposefully tried to drop mine when I left because people looked at me as like, I was ignorant. Like people mm-hmm. think of mm-hmm. these people in these films, like the Cajun accent right. or the, you know, quintessential it is a little over exaggerated of course too but. but but yeah because it's a comedy like the, yeah yeah but you gotta have that one guy right like it's right the over yeah. the top but i just didn't need the shirtless scene with him right? <laughs> okay like, so okay i am so glad i'm so glad you mentioned that i always need that scene i always need that scene that scene is actually okay hold on that scene actually is a scene that is repeated in all three films 
while it may not be a shirtless man, it's still somebody celebrating in the climax moment. And so it was them making fun of that moment, I think, um, yeah. which I, I don't know. It's weird. I, the movie's so emotional in that moment that even though that scene pops by, I still get all like, Oh, he's doing it. Yay. Uh, mm-hmm. During the water boy. So he's like, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> you, know, you can either have that or Chris that Farley trying to French kiss a penguin, right? So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so a lot of Adam Sandler films have some of that kind of moment. Like, there's yeah. always that one, uh-huh. two in in the case of uh, Billy Madison, at least that I can think of. That's because yeah. he has the same people in his films, and but that's true, yeah. And, and they have their same like they have their same funny thing that they do. It's like, bring it to this movie too. Yeah, I feel like it's just. It's just something that Adam Sandler wants to see because he gets a yeah. kick out of it. Like, that's all well, it really it, is. He shows somebody else that's way more over the top than him that it makes him feel a little more mainstream, I think. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. we believe right. Bobby Boucher because all the other characters are actually more ridiculous than him, you know, on that's, so many that's levels. That's true. Yeah. Um, even the, like, quarterback is uh, way more aggressive. And there are moments where, like, he he gets owned and then he's still a dick. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, I would have learned it. So they, they amp yeah. it up there too, I think. Yeah, the quarterback, uh, G, I think, G, G, no, I can't even say these Cajun last names, but uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, he, he seemed to me like a Adam Sandler knockoff, like like Walmart Adam Sandler, right? Like, yeah. And which is fine, but, but, cause Adam Sandler was being a totally different character than his normal right. uh, buffoon, but, uh, but yeah, no, but the way they all kind of rallied around him at the end, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Why don't we um, do a rating on this film? And then um, the way we rate, uh, Kev, is we will do your rating right now as you see the film and how you feel about it currently. And then what you would have rated it if you did see it when you were 12 or if your 12-year-old self could see this film, what they might have thought. And if it's an inappropriate for a 12-year-old film, we skip that part. But The Waterboy... Okay. It's PG-13, so uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure we would have seen it. Although Lala might have been right around that age. Wouldn't you have been pretty close to... It was 98, uh, right? Yeah, it was when 98. this movie came out? Yeah. 98. This movie came out in 98? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was <laughs> old enough to drink in, when this I movie been, came out. I should have been oh, watching wow. stuff. I was... <laughs> 10 years old. Okay, so yeah, this would have oh, been pre, wow. pre-Lala oh. watching these kinds of movies. So, um, yeah, Kev, you and I are actually both uh, the same age, same year, um, oh. which we talked about, I okay. think. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right there with you. I smell a bromance. The, the, the Star Wars year, I call it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The year of the I'm, Star Wars. I'm the Empire year. That's right. Yeah. Your Empire Year, that's what should be called. So what's the rating scale here? Okay, so we do a 10, 1 to 10. Whatever your 1, one is, whatever yeah. your 10 is. And yeah. it's your scale, yeah. So you decide yeah. what your 10 is. You decide what your 1 is. Um, yeah. And you can explain if you want. Um, Lala, why don't you start off and tell us your water boy, and that will, you know. Okay, review. well, seeing as I was two years away from being 12, <laughs> uh, 12-year-old me loved this film. Oh, yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was funny. It had a it had like a different type of chick, which I've always felt different from a lot of people. I didn't I never felt like I was like a typical type of girl, and she definitely wasn't a, like a typical mainstream yeah. type of girl that you see in movies or like in life or how things are portrayed on the media. So I loved her. I wanted to be her. I dyed my hair black because of her. <laughs> nice. And so so I think I think twelve year old me. But I'll just say 10-year-old me because I was 10. 10-year-old me would give this like an 8.5. Um, oh, yeah. 
because she enjoyed it. She thought it was funny, and she kind of had a crush on Bobby Boucher because I always got a thing for the underdogs. I don't know what that is. Hasn't left me yet. Maybe it will one day, you know. Um, me now, we'll probably give this film an eight, you know, because there are little things that I was like, yeah, we shouldn't say these words because right. my brain is different now. <laughs> yeah, Um and I can honestly, there were times in the program where I was like, Oof, "Oh, yeah, Oof. no, I." But mm, I get it because yeah, it's '93, and that's, that's '90. That's <laughs> yeah. like '90s writing. '90s writing uh, is very trash. Has some controversy around it, which yeah. I'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. '90s yeah. writing is very trash. Yeah. But me now, I still give this film an eight. It still has funny moments. Sure. It still has good message. Um, like that girl is still amazing, and that mm-hmm. she could see the beauty in somebody that nobody else sees the beauty in. I always love stuff like that. That just yeah. knows the devil. <laughs> Listen, and like I said, top tier casting. Right. Kathy yeah. Bates, you would never think somebody of Kathy Bates caliber because she still had a great like lineup. But before she got to the Water Boy, you wouldn't oh, yeah. think she would be in this film. But the fact that she decided to sign on means that she liked the film too. Well, that's some of the and great things about right. these Adam Sandler films is he's able to get these like caliber yeah. cast like actors. Yeah. yeah, because his humor it's, was on par, yeah. and SNL didn't hurt. Yeah, no, say, being on SNL doesn't hurt your resume. And also, yeah. I think he helps people. Who haven't been in the game for a while come back and then people mm-hmm. see them in a new light and be like, oh, well they can do this. Let's see, if, you know, something thing. Yeah, I think I think it all started when he fought Bob Barker. Yeah. Honestly, when he fought Bob Barker, everybody wanted to yeah. be around Adam Sandler after that. So that's just the price me. is wrong, bitch. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I, I actually fun fact I, I have the I have the. I have the Funko Pop set of that of Bob Barker and oh, nice. Adam Sandler awesome. fighting. <laughs> I love it. Is there anything there's not Funko Pops for? I don't think I mean, so. Yeah, yeah. No. Right, the real study. Funko Pops there's no the real right study oh, Funko Pops. There needs yeah. to be. Make Actually, it happen, I, I think we could go up to the, to the Funko the Funko Pops main headquarters is in Washington State, and you can go up there and make custom. Funko Pops. We just so should rock, that be the first? Each one of us have a set yeah, right behind us. Go up there, yeah. So should that be the the real study first outing? We should, get yeah, let's do it. We get our own Funko Pops <laughs> and then caravan to the real blo- or to the last blockbuster. There you go. Uh, Yay. Uh, go ahead, J. Kev Parker. What would you rate the Waterboy? Uh, and it it's not going to be different for twelve. Well, if I could have seen it at twelve, uh, like I said, I was I think twenty one when this film came out. Um, it came out like the year before the Phantom Menace, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I would rate it at an eight. Uh, I, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's not a perfect film, but it's not supposed to be perfect. I think it's got a pretty yeah. fun mm-hmm. and humorous message. And, it, you know, my kids love it, you know, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, because th- we like the foosball and uh, it is. <laughs> well, my connection with your dad's really good. Yes, that that's like that. sentimental value for me mm-hmm. uh, because I, he genuinely liked that. Like, it, mm-hmm. like I said, it was the last thing that he and I watched together. Uh, this and Oh Brother Where Art Thou, which has a lot of the same mm-hmm. reasons why he and I both loved it because of yeah. our southern roots. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. I like it. Nice. Brian. All right, 12-year-old me probably would have watched this. I was 18 when it came out. Um so yeah, I probably would have watched this and gave it probably an eight and a half, eight, something like that. And that's and right now I'm 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 gonna give it an eight, just like it's like we're giving eights all across the board. And uh 
yeah, there's like those little things that pop out at me, you know, now, but I'm um, just being a more self-aware person. But, um, and like, I, I remember too, like thinking when I first watched it, like none of that even like register with me, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Like just laughing along with, with that, you know, but now it's like, Ooh, okay. Right. But still it's client said it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> which is Henry okay, Winkler, fellas. which is like, I don't know. The font said it's okay. I don't know. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, it's still, I mean, it's, it's one of Adam Sandler's best, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it definitely, it still makes me laugh. I still enjoy the themes in there and the message that it has. So yeah. And they eight for me. I like it. Uh, 12 year old me. Cause I also was 21 when this movie came out. So 12 year old me probably would have loved this. Uh, lots of ridiculous jokes and I've never been a huge football fan, but I do know the sport and I've watched depending on the year and whatever my family was doing and being from Oregon being that the ducks are here. It's hard not to be into football to some degree. Like it just, it's, it permeates all of us. So, um, that being said, uh, I, I probably would have given it an eight as a kid. Um, yeah, why not? It's eight. It's an eight. Uh, I, I yeah. keep flirting with <laughs> making it a nine, but I'm going to say that all the things that we keep talking about, those jokes that just aren't hitting quite yeah. as hard, are, it's mm-hmm. dropping it every time I think about it. And it's not that I want it to, because I think this is absolutely one of his best made films, uh, one of the one of the, the best productions. But um, yeah, I think as we get even further, it'll get more problematic. Um, I think we'll find other things. I don't know what we'll find, but we will. Uh, so uh, eight. Roy Orbison. Sorry. Yeah, Roy Orbison. <laughs> uh, you know, and like when someone popped up for me when, when that scene came out, I'm like, did he have a stunt ass stand in? Did he have like an ass stand in for that? I don't think that was Henry Winkler's butt. So there was even the Astrobe in two movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was. just not the Disney one, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, not, not the, the Disney, Disney one, one. no. <laughs> I, I didn't need to see either, but uh, the, the second <laughs> one, the program was way worse. And, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't though for me. I enjoyed the program. So like, that's a nice looking rough rope there. <laughs> that was well, the, okay, since know, we're talking about I'm it, I'm just going to bring it up. Right. They literally did a like a five second long shot with the, that ass on the right side of that frame, and they really wanted us to just understand that oh, that yeah. steroid was going in that ass. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, dude, could you guys tried cut? to flush it, which I didn't get it. I didn't understand yeah. flushing needles either. That makes no sense to me. So I'm well, I know roided out, right? <laughs> His brain is the size of a walnut. <laughs> so uh, welcome, yeah. Commander Crossheart. Thank you for being here. Thank you all the chatters for being here. Um, we really yeah. do appreciate it. Uh, we're going to move into a short uh, interview with yes. J.K. Parker. We've got a few questions hey. for you. Uh, why don't you tell us about what you do on TikTok? I don't know if anybody is going to not know, maybe a few people, but I just I want to hear it in your words. I got on TikTok because my kids were laughing hysterically at some little videos. And I was like, what is that that you're looking at? So I went and downloaded it and I decided to post a Marvel thing. And here we are. So um, I just I had not set out to do this, but I have thoughts about movies and TV shows yeah. and lots of story things, mostly nerd type stories. And so uh, the fact that now they don't just sit in my brain, they, they, I have a way for them to escape and go on and maybe live a life somewhere else. That's been fun. Uh, and some of that people seem to enjoy. So I continue to do it. And then also like I had basically left the Star Wars fandom. I, I was never really involved in the fandom because as a kid, people making fun of the Ewoks already bothered me. I'm like, I'm just gonna enjoy these movies. I don't need your noise. 
So, and I was too poor to own like Star Wars toys. Like we had had some Transformers, you know, things like that. But mm -hmm. that was like, you got to pick one or the other. So uh, I didn't get the Star Wars toys. Uh, but the people that had them, some of them were jerks. Some of them were cool. And I wanted to be like the cool ones. Uh, so, but any thought I might have had to be in the Star Wars fandom when the Last Jedi petition to remove it from canon came out, I was just like, screw these people. I'm never going to ever talk to another Star Wars fan. I'm just going to enjoy these movies. Yeah. And then I got on TikTok and I found really cool people and uh you know, it's like this the company here and I just decided, you know what? I'm going to stand up to the bullies. I'm I'm just there're enough people that love Star Wars and are way more into it than I was at their age uh, in yeah. terms of like they do cosplays and they do all kinds of uh fun things. As much as I've always loved the franchise, like I I didn't get into it as as much as I am now and uh when people come to me privately and say, I feel safe posting safer because people mm -hmm. like you, you know, you're standing up for us. And that's why I keep doing what I do with the fanboys. Uh, I have active yeah. hate groups out there, uh, you know, that, that tried their best to take me down. Uh, so far, they haven't yeah. succeeded oh too God. much. A few videos have gone down, but like, uh, like it, it's funny. It's, it's, it's sad. But yeah, like it no, doesn't really bother me yeah, when I go onto their pages and the, like some of their whole some whole accounts are just made to 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 troll me and that's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever uh, that, I feel like I've done something now but like I feel like you have too I feel like you should oh, yeah. see it as like a bad thing you see it as you're actually doing something right that people are like I'm gonna create a fake page to yell at this person <laughs> right I don't yeah know. like that's that's pretty flattering. The way I feel yeah. about oh, that too is if you. they're bothering me and yelling at me then they're probably taking for maybe just a split second their attention off of like a woman creator you know a yeah, person of color a, really um, yeah. a fanboy yeah. who yeah. is genuinely a cool person who just wants to enjoy the films but you know mm -hmm. is a like if, if they can take their ire off of them and put it on me i yeah. you know i might as well use this privilege for something right right <laughs> I like so you are I, a gentleman and a scholar sir well yeah. appreciate that uh some people think i do it for uh you know, virtue signaling or whatever, oh, totally. which I think is a, yeah. a, a stupid term anyway. Right. Like, who am I trying to impress? I've been married for 23 years now, happily married. I, you know, I've got a night. I don't need the noise. I do it mm -hmm. because I want to. I'm not trying to win anybody's approval. My wife doesn't even watch my TikToks unless I beg her to. I'm <laughs> like, Mommy, you got to see this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Mine's the same. <laughs> uh, they're all like, I hope she texts you back, bro. And I'm like, I don't think you understand how mean that humor like, is. Humor. <laughs> Um, yeah. but I hope he texts you back, bro. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we, yeah. So I'd like to have some fun with those guys. Mm -hmm. It just the meltdowns. Anyway, it, yeah. it's become a sport for me. No, no totally. and it's a sport. I don't know how you have the energy. Yeah, it's like, a sport that it's everybody's insane. kind of jumped into lately because, uh, pirate dad or uh, dread pirate dad, uh, and everything that's been happening with straw hat goofy. Yeah. Dread pirate dad basically called us all out and was like hey everybody who can jump into the fray as best you can and try to mm -hmm. spread the hate because if there's only a handful yeah. of fanboys if we spread them out they there are more of us exactly. it lessens the noise exactly yeah. there are more of us mm -hmm. um yeah. and so yeah and i appreciate I'm, gonna let I'm, I'm gonna never let gonna be quiet it. again so yeah <laughs> no and Lala, fanboys you push you know, me over the edge you know we as a, as a as a young black woman i'm gonna let y'all handle that you know what I mean? i'm just gonna make this content and right. then I'm if happy somebody to do says that, something, right? I will tag y'all to be like, can y'all handle this? Yes. That's that's do the it. service that I can provide. Yep. So I, I am genuinely glad to do that because y'all shouldn't have to 
prove your existence and, and defend it all the time to even be here and be a fan. Oh, you're not a real fan, whatever. Yeah. Like, you, especially have just like fictional that. things that we love, like just like, yeah, it's How entertainment. Sad is their life that they're like making the fake pages and stuff. I'm like, you, Oh my God. It's yeah. like Ray Skywalker hate accounts and things like that. I'm like, you could turn well, that my, energy into like yeah. helping God, somebody, right. right? Like exactly, even bettering yourself. Life. Like go, pra- yeah. go practice well, something instead. Right. Or it. like, uh, or like what Brian was talking about. Like, how sad are you that like elves and like golems and things can't be let? We can't. Yeah, yeah. like you know, you have hobbits. I, I've actually, I've made a couple of videos about this, but I have uh, some pictures of like the fellowship, <gasps> and how just crazily white they are. Hello, you're sideways. Well, who mm. who's sideways? <laughs> Mr. Marvel. Oh, Mr. Marvel here. He's here, but you are sideways. It's your yeah, phone. You there you go. There it Hold is. On. I gotta get you in, but you you are not on the show yet, sir. So bear with me. <laughs> if you're talking, talking, you're muted, sir. We can't hear you. Is he muted on? He's probably gotta change his settings in there. He's so, he's so used to having his setup. He's not muted. He saw me on here. He's so angry that he had to come in to try to silence me. Yeah. How dare you speak of such things? Look at the hair, though. He's looking stylish and profiled. Pardon my OBS link there, guys. I haven't taken the the plunge into talking about Star Wars content either. Oh, there he is. All right. We can hear you. Can we? I can't hear him. I heard him. I just heard him. Yeah, I heard him too. No, I can't hear you. There he is. You'd fail as the uh, Verizon guy or Sprint guy? No? I don't know. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you front and center there, Mr. Marvelite. Yeah. Hey, nice. You fit perfectly, right? Yeah, one of my AirPods is not working. I have no idea. Yeah. No, no you're I good. knew it. I told you it was a headphone. This is what happens when you have a gas leak. Yeah. Oh, no. Is that, that what we're calling man. it these days? <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, I need me a gas leak soon. <laughs> yeah. You're okay, though, right? Everybody yeah, I was good? gaslighted. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're staying somewhere. We got, we've got the gas company coming out tomorrow to figure out what's going on at our house. So. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, welcome. You know, it's weird. If you if you ever feel like you're feeling strange and you have gas in your house, go check your, your gas leak. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We're glad you're yeah. in my house. We're, we're all in a mood today. I don't know if so, y'all are familiar yeah. with that Southeast Asian fruit, but it smells exactly like the odor that we put in natural gas in order to make it oh, detectable. No. Oh, And uh, my wife, one time yeah. when she was pregnant with one of our kids, had uh, had like a little cup of it that, for whatever reason, she and her mom went to a store, and they were like... <laughs> There's a gas leak, and they evacuated the store because she had her little pregnancy oh. food there that smelled like it. So anybody that's you know from Asia or has take you know gotten into that kind of cuisine that knows what I'm talking about. Hmm. Smells or tastes like heaven, smells okay. like hell. That's the way my father-in-law describes <laughs> it. I think, Mr. Marvelite, you've given me the reason to to have the guest be in like the skinny format now. So I like this like filler that you're that you're right, doing. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. You don't sure. see it because it's on and Twitch. On but, tag too. Yeah, you, and yeah. you do. It still says Mr. Marvel right there. Anyway, can you give us your quick rating on uh, Waterboy while we then jump back to Kev's interview? You know, I really feel like uh, after Waterboy, the Adam Sandler films kind of started going downhill a little bit. Um, so I probably would give it a solid 7.5. It's definitely rewatchable. It's a lot of, a lot of quotable moments, but I enjoyed it. 
one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> but you're he very is close. Always the one. <laughs> What's well, either that or personally? We, we all rated an eight. And you come in here like 7.5. <laughs> we all with eight to well, I was trying to be conservative because I didn't Contrarian. hear anything that anybody else said. So I was right. like, oh, yeah, I'm exactly. Like, I'm like, fine. I'll give it an eight. A forced peer pressure. I like it. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Change your rating. We're gatekeeping your rating. Uh, right. Talk about toxic fandom. I know. <laughs> You're welcome. Monty gives it a six. Yeah. Interesting. I would love to hear your reasoning, Monty. Throw it in the throw it in the chat. Let's hear your Ouch. reasoning. Uh, so tell me, boy wonder. So Kev, I did have a couple other questions just because I think this would be okay. fun. Um, how long have you been on TikTok? I don't think uh, I ever knew that. So I downloaded it like right around the first of the year of 2019, mm. and I posted something like in February, and that took off. Well, probably in January. I probably within like two weeks, I posted a, a Tony Stark thing, and then that got that actually blew up pretty big. And uh, hmm. that was a different account than the one I'm on now because hmm. that one got permanently shadow banned. Thanks a lot, TikTok, <laughs> no support or whatever. And then I, I started another one. I had actually joined like one of the little, you know, hype house things uh, for a bit and met some really cool people there um, and some other people I won't talk about, but the cool people mm -hmm. I'm very good friends with still, I, I had to get a new account that one also died and now i'm in this one and i did get shadow banned for five straight weeks but it came out of it and then i started to grow so uh effectively i've been doing this about two no three years now wow is it 20 2020 <laughs> no all 2019 2020 all 2020 2020. So you're working on your oh, fourth year. i i guess i'm uh, I, maybe Not maybe like i'm off maybe it's 2020 it's when i started i'll have to go back and look uh, it was right around the time that the Clone War season seven was coming out. Was that 2019 or 2020? That's a great question. I want to say 2019. <laughs> Brian disappeared. So anyway, that's up. the answer to your question. It was right before the Clone War season seven. All right. Um, uh, and I, uh, yeah. So this account that I'm on now, I guess it is a little over a year and like four months old. I started it like uh, that's 2020. In uh, 2020, I started it on Labor Day, like that weekend. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it a third time. And if this doesn't work, I give up. I'm not going to do any more TikTok accounts. And here I am. So yeah. and we're glad you did. We are. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I've okay. met even more cool people. So here's well, the. Well, I'm on the fence about you, Kev. We'll see you at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I know. I know you. This interview is important. Me, so. well, we said she was yeah. the, the, the voice of reason. So right. we. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How, it always has receipts. How do you decide <laughs> which which topic yeah. to to research to to combat? Uh, how do you mm -hmm. how do you come up with the depth of your videos? You're talking about like the fanboy pushback, when, particularly, or so yeah. You're looking through all these comments, and you you have to pick one, and you want to decide yeah. on what to research for that comment and how to. I will say first of all, uh, before the reply with video option was a thing. I had this one video that blew up where everybody told me I was an idiot because stormtroopers, clone troopers were never stormtroopers. And oh, I was man. like, I'm pretty sure that they are, yeah. uh, th that they were for, you know, at least the first day of order 66. But, uh, <laughs> I, so then I responded to every single comment and then I would screenshot Oof. some and then make videos, but like there wasn't mm -hmm. a way to tag them and mm -hmm. things like that. So, uh, once I could do that, and once my, once I got above like 10K, I could not read all the comments. Like I, 
Of yeah. course. I haven't even looked yeah, at yeah. my mentions in months, except when you mentioned that uh, you put a promo for this tonight. So I was like, okay, I'll go look at my mentions. But sometimes yeah, I'm yeah. like, I, if I do it, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole and I'll be here for a week. I'll have to take <laughs> off of work and I'll just be <laughs> nailing every one of these guys. Um, but yeah. when I first started doing that, some people liked it. And then some people said, we would rather you just make your own content. I'm like, well, first of all, I am making my own content. You don't get to decide what I make. Right. But yeah. I did oh. take to heart, like maybe I shouldn't seven days a week go after these guys. I try to limit it right. to one or two days a week now. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Family just, Friday. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. I troll Tuesday. That. I was thinking toxic yeah. troll Tuesday, but yeah, there you go. Oh, that's even better. Too. But, uh, More I, on Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdo. You could do it every day. There's of the so week, many though. things yeah. we could do, uh, here. <laughs> Thirsty Thursdays. No, that's something different. Um, very so different. I, yeah, very different. Maybe Sometimes I should do that one. Hey, you can. Or if somebody says, Hey, this person said this crazy thing, I may go look at it. But like, right. there's this one dude that was going off on people and acting really, and it's not even, I can tell he's not trolling. He's just super arrogant and puts out a lot of words like he thinks he's super smart. And I've already warned him and I put out a video, like a warning shot, just like last night, like, hey, it's coming. Just know the storm is coming. And so <laughs> I've got about 12 of his comments favorited. I'm gonna pick about six of those and make reply videos. Some of them will be three minutes long. And so like when they have misinformation, and they're rude, that's usually a winning combo for me. Like I will go yeah. after them because ignorance plus arrogance is not a winning combo, right? Like that's right. just not gonna get you far in life. No. Uh, if you're ignorant and you're nice about it and you're willing to listen, I will not go after you. And uh -huh. if you have a different opinion than me, I will not go after you despite what they say. I'll go after people who are being overly you know, like negative or just, just straight up toxic. Uh, and so, yeah. Well, they think or that's factually doubling. But they think that's having an opinion, right? Being right. super We're negative. Like, not a Skywalker. That's my opinion. No, it's not. That's a false claim. You may not like it, but and I'll show them in the books. Like it's literally there. It's in the movie. I don't understand. This is a fact. Yeah. That's like saying like, that 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 Banner isn't a Hulk. That's like saying that. Or Clark Kent isn't Clark Kent. Right. He's Kal El. I was right? going like, yeah, to say, or the Dobby isn't household papers. Or the, you know, like the, <laughs> no. you're fundamentally changing <laughs> something that's true. So, or it's William Defoe versus Willem Defoe. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I love how that's come back again. Like that was amazing. <laughs> that was a great video, by the way. Yeah. yeah. But when I looked it up, he was always yeah. had, uh, never had a silver leg. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Right. Yep. Always. Yeah. Always had a silver leg. Yeah. Uh, I've had people argue with me to say no. He says. Uh, uh, Luke, I am your father. No, he never said that. I'm like, that's exactly. such a well-documented misquote. Like somebody yeah, actually made Google a video it. and inserted yeah. it, and then people were pointing to it. Says, "See, this was the original theatrical cut." There are people that are like 15. Oh I'm like, "Listen, God. dude, I, I was there. Now I was <laughs> when it came out, but I've yeah. watched it a lot since then. Right? On it VHS. wasn't there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Before it was uh, cheap. That's one of the. I, I, that's the. I watched that on VHS. It was like in my house somewhere. I was just like, who left this here? And I watched it. It was like, oh. well, I was able to take that video because I'm, I do research for a living. Like uh, I'm an information scientist. I, I do consulting technology and that type of thing. So when something is, it's one of the reasons why I'm able to do the things I do as quickly as I do, because right. I, I've got some receipts always on, on the ready, but also <laughs> just like, I have to be quick on my feet at work as a consultant mm -hmm. to be yeah. able to uh, say, well, this is not correct. And this is, 
this is what's right and this is what's going to keep you out of you know court and jail and things like that so when i bring it to tiktok it's just a fun hobby for me and like when uh you know like with that video in particular i i was able to forensically show them like this where he says luke that came from 10 seconds earlier when he says luke you know it's it's exactly the same it's the same wave pattern i'll even show mm -hmm. them you know the geometry of the thing like that's not what <laughs> yeah. was in there that's been edited so stop just believing anything that you see on the internet it's weird when I think of Kev, like if this were a thing back in the day and we were doing radio instead of podcasts, I imagine him like, you know, going through his folders, like knowing where everything's <laughs> filed up beautifully, you know, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why. With the Dewey Decimal System. Yes. Just yeah, not my uh, personal stuff, but the work stuff. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm getting to the point where like I have whole folders and things now of like every movie poster from certain franchises, and and because I got tired of having to Google them every damn yeah. time and like right. crop yeah. them and everything. So I'm like, yeah. now I drop, drag and drop, boom, uh, export the video, boom. You know, Bob's your uncle, whatever yeah. that means. Uh, English people tell me someday, but. Uh, yeah, good times. We got a chatter. Uh, could I please sign up for your workshop, Jacob? Uh, <laughs> I should do that. I should do uh, some live uh, workshops, maybe. Uh, I could help you do uh, one yeah. for people Discord. Me, That's people, cool. people struggle with Discord, apparently. So we should do. Oh, I struggle with Discord, so I would attend that one. Um, so would you do like a a TikTok live kind of thing? Yeah, workshop? I mean, that's actually I hadn't really thought about that in a while. Mm -hmm. So it's good feedback. Um, and I know I will get some trolls in there and I can show oh, them yeah. live demonstrations on how to yeah, do it. Yeah, there you go. No, totally. um, just have your moderators though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, yes, moderators are so good to yeah. have. Uh, and I have mm -hmm. some very, very good ones uh, that tend to come. Now, I haven't been live in months. I, I, I get in weird cycles. At least I can make content because it's like, oh, I can throw up, you know, 30 seconds of something. Uh, sure. Yeah. Sometimes 10 times a day, uh, sometimes a couple of times a day. But like, yeah. Um, Dude, the lives, I don't know. Like, I feel like if I go on, I'll be on four hours. And literally, I, yeah. if I don't have another phone, if I forget to bring a clock with me, then I'll just be on there for four <laughs> hours. And then I'll be like, it'll be 6 a.m. And I'll be like dry mouth, like, oh, I should go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the time that we went live because that's how I got Straw Hat Goofy to follow me. So. Oh, awesome. He's a good dude. Uh, I know there was a little controversy because somebody, yeah, uh, there was something about a, the uh, video or movie that Coda, I think. Yeah. yeah and then somebody yeah. you know stitched him and it was super rude but i think the guy just totally misunderstood straw hat's thing he did he did he just responded back like i don't think you understood but a lot of you know when you have three million followers i imagine some of those are hard to police and so some of them went after the guy and they shouldn't have done that no uh, okay. but but that's people were trying to paint him as an ableist i'm like no straw hat goofy juju is not like that at all he's a good dude yeah. uh, and you know we can he, all learn he's like maybe by there what was has happened he to do him. better like you can see it in what he's done he's been so humbled yeah. by it yeah um, yeah and he, yeah you know he uh he did a video about me one time and people were like oh no he's really calling you out and uh some were congratulating him on finally taking me down like finally a big creator <laughs> took kevin down but you don't understand i'm friends with juju and so he and i went live like he just jumped on a live with my yeah. me like i did with with you uh mr marvel light like we hadn't yeah. planned on it and, but I said, hey, I'm going to save that. And I started posting some clips from it. And he was like, you know, you, your response was a good response. Like, that's a good theory and things like that. So he's a good dude. That's awesome. And he wants people to succeed, not the crazies, not the like, you know, lunatic mob uh, fanboys, but, you know, people that are out there trying to do what we do. So, yeah. 
That's good. Which, by the way, um, do follow all of us on TikTok if you're not already. And of course, these names that you see in front of you are all of our TikTok names. So please do follow us. Had to plug us all. Why not? One more quick question, and then we have two more movies to review and a pre-review. So we got a lot to do. Um, yeah. Real quick, if you had a chance to pick any superpower, Kev, what would it be and why? Ooh. Oh, I've thought about this, and I don't know if I've ever come up with a single answer. Uh, I can tell you several it wouldn't be, like flight. I would run into things because I'm clumsy, and so I would just <laughs> die. If I wasn't super, like, invulnerable also. Right, yeah, that's the thing. He yeah. doesn't have invulnerability. Uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, oh, superpower. Um, time travel, maybe, because I could go. No, nah, I would Ooh. end up in infinite loops trying to fix things. Um <laughs> Or looking at stuff you don't want to look at, but you go look at it anyway. Yeah, yeah. which is why I shouldn't be the invisible man because, uh, you know, I'm trying not to be a creep. Yeah, so, when people tell me invisibility, uh, I tend to go, wait a minute. Yeah, you're a warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what that is. Uh, <laughs> so there's not that one. I, strength maybe, but I mean, I'm already – no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm working on that. But uh, super speed – so I could speed read. How about that? Super speed. I, I would love to be able to – you know, because I, I read so slowly. No, I, I can't. Like, I, I, I struggle. You also get your receipts actually. faster. Yes, I yeah. get your yeah. receipts faster. <laughs> you and get I through your comments run across the world and thump a fanboy and get back to my desk before anyone knows I was gone. <laughs> yeah. fun. I like the idea of you in slow-mo looking up his address, you know, go, oh, look at yeah. me. I'm very analog still. It's permanently built into yeah. me. Um, the one I always tell people, because I liked, I've thought about this question a lot, is... Um, to be able to just change digital numbers zero to one or one to zero at will. That's all I need. Oh, so Neo, you're, you're going to, yeah. I don't even have to go in because all I got to do is if I want some more money, just throw some zeros, you know, and at the end of my, move a decimal my, point. Move a decimal yeah. point. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> and I could so wreak havoc on the world by just having right. one power. That would totally. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a thing called bit rot where it actually can flip. And uh, I've done some demonstrations in some of the training that I do where like one bit flipped on an image rendered it completely, you know, almost Whoa. unrecognizable. Oh, crazy. One bit can do that. So yeah. you could change, you could ruin companies. You could like, there's a lot you could do with it. Oh, yeah. It could be a good or bad power as well. So. <laughs> well, and that's why I like this whole cryptocurrency, everything that's blockchain basically, and especially yeah. NFTs. I'm like, you guys, you're. I have a star registry. You want to buy some stars? Yeah. Or be a lord in Scotland. Kind of. Yes. That's a big yes. one. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're going to go ahead and move to the pre-review. Uh, just, just for the sake of arguing, I don't know how the sound is mixed up. So when we move, uh, let's assume they can hear us. Uh, so here is this week's pre-review. How's it going, Real Study viewers? I'm Sean, and I'm back with this week's pre-review. This week, let's start off talking about Dog. This movie starring Channing Tatum is about a former Army Ranger and a Belgian Melanois who is also a former Army Ranger, and their trials and tribulations as they take a road trip to the fellow soldier's funeral. I love a good buddy road trip movie, and this looks like a great one. It's going to be pretty funny, I believe, and I can't wait to check it out. Next, let's talk about Uncharted. This movie starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg is based on the video game of the same title. You know, when you're looking at a movie like this, you know it's going to be over the top. You know it's going to 
just put all of its money into effects because will it be like the video game probably not will it have one of our favorite characters in nathan drake and will it personify the feeling that we get when we play that game that is what i'm hoping for the story may not be the same the characters may not act the same but if as long as i get that nathan drake feel during the movie i'm fine with it being crazy and i think tom holland will bring a good atmosphere to the character in limited theatrical release this week we have the lead now this movie looks crazy it's basically about a group of mountain climbers that go you know to prepare for this climb and some unexpected guests kind of show up and just invite themselves into their group and then just from the trailer we can see they they basically murder one of the group members and they all take off running from them where do they go up a mountain face is it going to be the smartest movie no you're running from somebody up a mountain face that's probably not the most intelligent move to make but it will make your palms sweaty your heart pump your adrenaline rush i love movies like this and i don't care how bad they really are i will continue to watch them and this one looks fun another release we have this week is the cursed now when i saw this poster and i saw the trailer i thought oh a werewolf movie and i'm a sucker for a werewolf movie we don't get that many and so when they come out i try to watch them as you watch this trailer you realize maybe this isn't a werewolf movie but it definitely looks like a great horror movie i'm still hoping there's something werewolf in there because i get that feel it looks a like, you know, a great period piece horror movie. I'm not a real big fan of period pieces, but if they're a period piece horror movie and they're done right, this one looks to be done, so I'll gladly be checking this one out. The only major release coming to streaming this week is Hulu is finally bringing us The King's Man. This is the third part in the Kingsman trilogy, but this one is actually the prequel to the other two. So we see how the Kingsman, uh, you know, was made and how that was done. I can't wait to watch it. I haven't uh, caught the third one in theaters, so this will definitely be one that's on my list. Well, that's been our movies for this week, and I'll see y'all next time. And we are back from the pre-review and quite a few movies uh, that Sean was mentioning there. Some good ones. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about Uncharted, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got a couple other movies we're going to review. Um, the other two movies are Remember the Titans and The Program. And being that they have a lot of the same tropes, we're going to obviously be able to kind of get down to the brass tacks here to some degree. Uh, so why don't we start with Mr. Marvelite uh, on Remember the Titans, uh, just because you weren't here for the first movie. So we'll just go that direction. No, okay. Well, thank you for that. Um, yeah, I'm glad you asked me to start for this one because I did not finish the program because that's when we, I was halfway through it and then we left those to Gas Leak. Um, so Remember the Titans, uh, Denzel Washington, of course. I'm pretty much anything that's about Denzel Washington, I'm a big fan of. Um, which is funny because the movies that we did we did last week that we weren't able to do, like I was struggling because I really liked Denzel Washington, but I was try but I was struggling not liking him because of that character. Um, but it was nice to actually see him in something where you know he's a, got a positive force. Um, it's 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 kind of interesting because it's actually it's close to home because T.C. Williams, um, which is no longer T.C. Williams. I I forget what they called it now, but. Um, that's that high school was right near where I grew up, and I actually knew 
one of the men that were on that that football team. Um, in fact, the the skinny guy that was all into the, like the, the bluegrass, you know, like funky, you know, funky music. Um, he's actually a deacon in his church, and he's like, I didn't do any of that stuff. Um, so, so you know, it, it's it's interesting. You know, they're always going to stylize, you know, you know, true events yeah. and stuff like that. But um, it, it was definitely I, I enjoyed the film. Um, it's been a while since I had seen it, and um, yeah, I, I have positive things to say about it. You know, it's. Yeah, that's all I have to say, really. Fair I'm enough. I'm a little out of my, out of my element. So oh, yeah, no, and we, we, we were ready for the Marvelite, you know, layout, but you didn't, you didn't, you don't have it. Things are weird tonight, so that's okay. Um, I know. That's okay. Uh, Lala, you were the one that picked this movie. Let's let's hear your take and what you think about Remember the Titans. Okay, so um, Remember the Titans stars... Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to. I am here now. <laughs> I have to do it. I have to do it because he's here now. Yeah. Um. Um. Remember the Titan stars. Dizzle Washington, Will Patton. Um. They both are college football. Um. Maybe, maybe high school football coaches. And this takes part doing a very big part of like blue segregation and everything is starting. Um. Right. In this town. And so it's a heavy, heavy, heavy um subject matter. Um. Dizzle Washington's character comes into this town. And takes over as head coach from, from Will Patton's character, which the town is up, up in arms about it because how dare this black man come in and try to take this white man's job? Because he had a choice, um, you know, like <laughs> exactly, um, which he didn't have a choice. But he he moved himself and his family. Um, he had two little girls and his wife. They all move in, and of course, racial things start to happen. They curse at him. They throw bricks through the window. They do all these things, but. Just like any other human being, once he starts winning football games, that black man is a-okay. So um, I like this film is because not only does it mix like real history, like you know segregation things with black people, but it also shows you how when we do come together as a as a people, regardless of our skin, regardless of anything, it makes things better. Right, things didn't get worse in this town when the, when everybody started coming together. It actually got better, right. and that's why I love this film. Um, obviously, Dizzle Washington is a fantastic uh, actor. They also have a young Hayden Panettiere in this film yeah, as well. She's so um, little. I didn't realize it was her until I went yeah. to ID, IMDb. Listen, she's <laughs> so little and just curly haired and mm -hmm. so cute. Just fired um, up. Yeah, you know, very, very country, and she plays her role so well. Um, yeah, this is a film that me, and my mom, my brother, we can all watch together. Mm -hmm. This is a film that me and my mom quote to each other. Like these are things. Like there are things in this film that just like I don't know makes me feel great. Mm -hmm. um, every locker room scene in this film was hilarious because of the. <laughs> Either it was like some type of anger or something like, and you realize that both teams, both black, both white, have their issues, and that they only only when the two leads of, of both of both races kind of come together does all the of everybody else kind of follow. Yeah, it falls in line. In. Yeah, and that's like the coaches too. If I'm being very honest, like it wasn't until the team kind of showed them the way, like, yo, we we're better if we're on the same page. Um, I'm a big fan of this movie. I just think it's a solid family football film that shows that mm -hmm. we're better together than we are divided and that family can come in many shapes, colors, forms 
and not the one that you're just born into. So I enjoy this film heavily. I like it. I like it. Jay Kev. Yeah. So it had been quite a while since I'd seen this and watching it again reminds me that uh, I've got to get my kids to watch it with me now uh, because mm. I, I don't know if there's ever been a film that's made me cry more than this movie or even as much. Like uh, I was like putting drops in my eyes earlier. I was like, oh, I'm all red. Cause I, I, I cried so much in this movie because there's so many for good reasons most of the time. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but growing up in uh, rural East Texas, very, you know, big, you know, college is everything, or sorry, football is everything, whether it's high school or college uh, to the point of violence uh, a lot of times mm -hmm. between rivals. Um, you know, I went to a school that was like 30% black and most of the rest was white, very few uh, other races. But, uh, you know, I I was on the, the black side of town where I grew up. And so like, it was just a lot of that was normal for me, but not necessarily for, well, by that time, all the kids' parents had gone to school together too. So we weren't that close. My dad went to school during the Jim Crow era. And so for him, and he had friends that he couldn't, you know, even go to restaurants with because of all those laws and goofy crap that people went through. Uh, but I, I'm sure there are some people who look at this film and think, and, and I mean, pale people who look at it and say, oh, no, that, it was never that bad. It, it's still that bad in some places. Uh, there was a town, one of the schools in our district that was all white. There was a, a point um, when I was in elementary school where we were at the basketball game and their team kept calling our team names and a brawl broke out. And then for like two years, our two schools were never allowed to actually play with an audience because everybody got involved. Like, so much like what, yeah, it, it, more violent than this film even made it out to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, having lived through some of that and thankfully most of the people in my, my town were on the right side of that, uh, which is good. It, to me, it speaks to, why segre uh, sorry, desegregation is so important, mixing people. Now, there's certain, it's hard to force people to like, like the same things and, and cultures to mix or whatever. But, you know, part of my background is anthropology. My wife is from another continent. So I like, I, I think cultures can mix if, you know, people are, are willing to do that. And until you, people start to like, notice people that look different than them, I, a lot of those prejudices will just continue on generation after generation. And this film hits so hard. And it's, it's unrealistic in that some of the characters did such a 180. I think like they were super racist at the beginning right. and like super yeah. accepting at the end. Mm -hmm. But like, I love seeing that because I want to think that people can turn around that fast. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I know I'm, I could probably preach, you know, a whole sermon on this, but uh, <laughs> my, uh, my parents, never uh were like that and so i'm very thankful to them and you know like i said i grew up in a rural black neighborhood and uh i was always taught that they're you know nobody's different because of skin color now i learned later on that there are some differences that are institutional that we got to fight against to fix because uh, i was a little naive mm -hmm. in that like I, well you all have the same opportunities as i do no not necessarily mm -hmm. not not this <laughs> the same level and that kind of thing so uh it's just very emotional for me to 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 see this and uh having lived through some, you know, similar things and, uh, you know, just, it, you know, proving to the kids in my neighborhood that I wasn't their enemy, all their parents loved me, but sometimes the kids were a little bit, uh, 
you know, just had a chip on their shoulder. But I was also a weird kid, so that's probably why. Um, <laughs> you know, Were we all? So I was the band geek on the Wait. bus, right? So I had to ride in the back, you know, that kind of thing. But this was Aren't we all? Whatever. Uh, anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. 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 Uh, so just it, it's so, so personal to me uh, that people learn to get along and to know each other. And it, so representation in media, like... I know it's important for people of color and for women and, you know, other, you know, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Demographic groups or whatever. It's late and I'm starting to lose some of this, uh, co cohesion here on the East coast. But, uh, you know, I, I know it's super, it's most important for you all to be able to see yourselves, but also for people like me to be able to see you mm -hmm. in media helps. Like when I was a kid, I watched like the Jefferson's, you know, I watched, uh, you know, 227. I watched The Cosby Show. Okay, Cam. All, all these, this, this was the sitcoms at my house, right? Like, mm -hmm. the the ones that were, like, you know, sort of the New York-based or whatever, I could not relate to those sort of white sitcoms. It was weird to me. And so, growing up watching those shows, it just, everything felt so normal because I was so young when we started watching those shows. Good times, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So, for these guys to get upset that now there's going to be a black hobbit in the lord of the rings like yeah. they're the ones that need to see a black hobbit so that they right. start to feel like this is more normal like color is everywhere it's not that yeah. it doesn't exist but like i feel like if it was more normal we wouldn't have these issues yes because i think so, people are so used to people don't like change Right, so if all you see is white for your first fifty years, and you see one right. like you're like, yo, 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 what? Well, what is this, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. You know? So we, like it, Kev and I grew up but, in an era where television was segregated. You you still had white channels, and then BET was its own thing, and that was important because people were trying to come up and make their own thing. But it still kept people apart rather than okay. letting us all just see people in every role or every potential role. So sorry. I was too poor to have cable, so I didn't get to watch BET, but uh, yeah, um, but you're right. I, mean, no. I, I would just like to correct that. We, we all grew up when TV was segregated because I still grew up with some shows. Yeah. Like I was just seeing on deadline where the, you know, some people are in China are upset that China is censoring friends. And I'm like, but it's like the widest show that has come out in the last <laughs> years. No, true. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I'm not no. saying it's bad, but it's there's, the diversity isn't there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Black uh, or Marvel's right because if you think about it, there was things like the Cosby Show. You had Family Matters. You had, um, I'm trying to think. Well, the other one I'm thinking of right now, um, Fresh Prince, and then you had all these other white shows, and then it was you even go even farther to like Friends. But then, you know, there was a show exactly like that called Living Single, which was the original, you know, Friends. But, of course, everyone liked the white people show. Um, and, and you know, we you think of SNL, but then there was also with Living Color. And, you know, and Living Color did more Living Color was with, better. You know, I, exactly. I ain't gonna lie. Living Color it, was better. It cut deeper and better and newer yeah. ground than SNL was doing at the time as well. It made it for, it a good balance so many, of that like, big kind of stars. thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, SNL or in Living Color is loaded with huge stars. Like, I'm, yeah. almost all of them are famous. And way more than SNL ever put out, color, by the way, because there's only like two SNL. SNL stars that went on to be super big, or yeah. three. And then, but, but in most, Living Color, so many. But most no, of like like SNL pretty much the whole cast. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. remember the Titans. Uh, we 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 will <laughs> we will get too far aside. All the movie things. Yeah. What is your take on Remember the Titans? 
Um, I love it. I mean, I, it's been a while since I watched it. So it was really great to see, like, I didn't really pick up on too much different, like, like what we spoke about, about like the water boy. Um, uh, I mean, I think that's probably because like it's a Disney film and they tend to play it pretty, pretty safe. Um, but I still felt the, the same way I did when I first watched it, you know, just a really feel good kind of film. And like, I agree with Kevin, like, yeah, some of the, some of the 180, you know, switches do happen pretty quick, but I mean, it's, you know, it's a film and times compressed and everything. And, and I mean, and you guys know how I feel about Denzel. I like, I say all the time, like <laughs> I could watch him read a cereal box and I'd be like, God, that's so good. Like, give me more. Like, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Um, and he'd be nominated for an award for it. When he um, read those, he read the mess out of that box. When he, <laughs> yeah. when he walks up Man. on the kid and goes, Oh, you're smiling. Oh, football's fun. That yeah, yeah. cadence. That's what I want to hear the football or the, the cereal box reading. <laughs> yeah. That's um, the thing too. I love about it. It's like, Oh, it's he not has fun these... anymore, is it? Yeah. 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 That, yeah. that whole, oh, okay. I was, I was really paying attention to that scene too, more so this time around. I was like, Man, I wonder how much was improvised there. Cause like, the back and forth is has to be so fast. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder how much was like actually pretty natural, you know, how much was like released. I mean, I'm sure that they kept within the, you know, structure of the script in that scene, but I mean, Denzel's just giving it to him like fast, you know, and, and I don't think he really <laughs> had much time to really react. He's kind of just like, no, sir. But yes, no, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Like, no. It's like, Oh, you thinking, you thinking now, like, okay, when <laughs> you go ahead and think and, so uh, yeah, the whole scene's so good. Donald Faison, uh, who yeah. plays the character, it was he was still a pretty new actor at the time. He had right. done Clueless, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe also another a young Ryan Gosling in there. Yes, like... yeah, quite, quite, quite a cast mm -hmm. that you wouldn't expect. Um, yeah, but he kept pace in that scene, which yeah. does lead to what you're saying, lend to what you're saying that he yeah. he stops smiling because Denzel's intimidating. Like he's like, wait a minute, should I be smiling? So <laughs> yeah, it feels Denzel, very natural. Yeah. So uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, there's some great stuff in there. And um, yeah, I just felt it's another, it's just a really good film I can always watch and and enjoy watching time and time again, you know, so. Sure. I would say yeah. that this film is actually an important film. Uh, there's there's something mm -hmm. that, yeah. this should be shown in schools. This should be shown for more than being that, I would say of the three films, this is the film that far transcends football. Uh, it's not about football. Football is the catalyst and it's great mm -hmm. to see some of that football and they get some great football scenes and moments and some good, you know, basic tropes. But ultimately this story is about desegregation and yeah. an important telling of it. So, um, for the purpose something, of something sorry, else I wanted to mention too, was like the other, the, there's these, I love that there's these other characters that come in. Like, of course it's just about, mostly it's about the bulk of the black school, you know, integrating with this white school, but then you have these other two characters that come from totally different backgrounds that are already accepting of this whole situation, you know, because it just, the two military show you kids, how right? One was from California. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And California. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and it just shows you the importance of like Sunshine. how we're raised, you know, and like where we grew up and like, and so, well, the Ethan Suckley character just, just shows character. up and hangs out with the black guys right at the yeah, beginning he just, of practice. Yeah, like, and it's just like, what's up, yeah. guys? Like, what's, and then what's the people? white people come in in a group. They're like, why aren't yeah. you? Why didn't you come in with us? You know? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, just to give you like a kind of like an idea because this doesn't play out in the movie. Like you don't really see this, but 
to give you kind of an idea of the temperature of like the, the, the community in the TC Williams area, like you're talking about like roads that are named Robert E. Lee highway and all of them are like named after Confederates even now. Uh-huh. I mean, so yeah. still we got Leesburg, you know, North of there right? Yep. on Leesburg highway, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, or Leesburg Pike, like it's yep. yeah, so much of that still ingrained. Uh, I, I cheered when the uh, statue went down in, uh, the capital mm-hmm. of yep. the Commonwealth of Virginia, but uh, a lot of people didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're taking away our history, and like, no, you don't understand the history if you're making that argument. Well, like, also, I didn't always understand the history either, but once history. I did, I'm the, like, yeah, they all need to come down today. The, the, even if the, there are museums and and books, like I don't understand why a statue is is yeah. history. It's just because you know it's no more a history great, than a building. Grand you know? No, I don't know. Uh, But I think this film also is so important, like you were saying, uh, to be shown in schools and whatnot, because everybody, I think, could find someone in this film that they relate to. And even over time, like, I'm sure when I first watched it that I thought that, uh, you know, Coach uh, Yost, I guess that's how you say his name, um, Mm -hmm. when he was really trying to help Coach Boone, like, to, to calm down and not you know, antagonize people and Boone just let him have it. He's like, why should I have to calm down? They're the ones threatening me and my family. And now you have a taste of what it's like to be me for yeah, a day yeah. when your daughter was threatened. And I, welcome to my word, yo. Right. Exactly. What I, I love it. my favorite line. Yeah. When I was, you know, when this first came out, I probably was on your side and was like, yeah, he could have, you know, he didn't right. have to push it so much as I've gotten older. And I go back and watch that. Now I'm like, he's exactly right. I understand now. And this is another reason why I push back, you know, in the circles that I push back in and then try to boost other voices that I'm not going to talk over. But like, I get now why, like, why should he have to like, you know, when he's explaining to the kid about the kids, like you're not doing them a favor by, you know, trying to get them to be soft and sensitive. Now, I still think he had some growing to do there. So his character wasn't completely static either. Right. Mm -hmm. He actually grew through the film. Yeah. But both coaches did they both understood yep. each other's side a lot better kind of mm-hmm. reminds me like of the dynamic uh in uh a time to kill with mm. you know you got uh, jake mm-hmm. brigance and you got carl yep. lee haley and you know that by the end they're at a picnic together they're at the, yeah. the cookout and i just yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another film i love if you ever yeah. want to review that one uh, please call me on <laughs> uh, but like that kind of, th- I think it's so important for us to have, like, why do you want to bring race into everything when we were having the discussions about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Well, because it's a thing, it, it, it's a mm-hmm. problem. And you mm-hmm. need, to, if you're asking that question, then you need to be watching these shows yep. and right. this movie. Yeah. More than us, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm off the soapbox now. No, no, I'm you're off, fine. We brought you to be else. on your soapbox. <laughs> yeah. Keep a, keep a, keep a toe on there, Kev. You know, all right. we, we got it. So um, we do have 25 minutes and I do want to definitely uh, cover the program because I do think uh, that Sean picked it. I want to make sure we cover it so he gets our feelings on it. Is there anything else you guys feel like we need to cover here? I, I definitely don't want to sideline this film, no pun intended, uh, before uh, we feel like we've covered it. That scene where he had him run in as hard as they could and then they ended up at, at the Battle of Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. scene just oh like I was getting like uh you know uh Professor Keating vibes from uh um uh Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. A film that's you know a little bit 
you know, mono colored, but, uh, mm -hmm. still like, I, I, you know, he was a very creative teacher. It was a very specific, you know, place in, in England and mm -hmm. whatever. I thought that this was, uh, or I guess new England, uh, anyway, it had some English folks in there, but like this, this teacher was like that, that coach was not just trying to coach football. He was trying to get those kids to he, the way he forced them on the bus together and made them like, yeah, got them off and then made them sit down uh, together. Mm -hmm. I, I've done some of that, you know, when I've worked with like uh, church youth groups and things like that. I, I, I just will make people mix instead of always sitting by the same people. Mm -hmm. And I just that was so powerful to me. Anyway, no, I like I it. Feel like, yeah. I feel like that thing. I feel like it was needed because people need somebody that can see the bigger picture, right? A lot of people only see what's in front of them, and it's other people that see everything around, right? That mm -hmm. other people don't see. And I feel like Boone's character was like the only way, like out is through. And if, because everybody was so easy and complacent in keeping these people separate. Like, you know what? It's easy for all of us. We don't have to put in that much work. If y'all stay over here and we stay over here, and that's the problem, right? The whole global problem is let's do what's easy and let's just stay away from each other and talk and snipe and make up accusations and think we know, but we really don't. And Boone's character is like, nah, because if we're going to be a team, if we're going to be a football team, also we're going to be a team outside of this then let's force everybody to be in be on this bus together let's force everybody to run together let's force everybody to if one messes up everybody messed up you know that's the only way we're going to be a team and i love that he was able to push them because everybody needs a push mm -hmm. you know everybody needs that outside of their comfort zone because oh yeah you lose a lot when you're in your box you lose a lot when all you see around you is the people that look like you you lose a lot and then it's like you're 50 years old and now you're around people that don't look like you and you're uncomfortable and that comes out in racism and yeah anger and you still think the fear. same as you did you yeah. still think the same and mm -hmm. that's why everybody like that's why segregation happened that's why integration like integration mm -hmm. i gonna say is happening because you need all of us side by side struggling together but then also winning together to realize that we're all on the same page we're all mm. the same that we can all there's room at the table for everybody because this is what irritates me the most that people think that just because a, a black characters are in Tolkien or a black characters in Jurassic Park or whatever that it's stripping oh. or taken away from white people Ray yeah, Ray yeah. in the comments said it's not about she said it's it's not, not about erasure, yeah. it's about broadening, and that's yeah. pretty much what it is, right? When, mm -hmm. on the flip side of that, which nobody cared about, is that we got erased when, and, and, and white culture or white people in general just got broadened out. So, to see the reverse, yeah. now every, you know, now every white man or white woman is scared because right. they feel like they're getting erased, and it's like, you're really not. All your stuff still exists. Exactly. We're just carving out some stuff for ourselves. No, you know? yeah. Plenty of room. As much as this isn't the same, it's still on the same principle. When people get upset mm -hmm. about a remake, they act like the, the original doesn't exist anymore. Like uh, all right. these yeah. things still yeah. exist. You just because more representation happens at the table doesn't mean we're not adding more chairs. Right. You, you have this this idea that we're literally taking chairs away. Nobody's chairs are being taken. It's just no. the room is filling up with more color and you seem to think that there's less white people because there's more color in it. Right. If there's, there's a, not. If, there's a t if, if a new TV show came out right now with six black friends 
and it was very similar to Friends, that doesn't erase the 10 years in which Friends exactly. dominated or the, the impact global that airwaves. The had. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just being like, hey, we got a new story to tell with exactly. these people from a different perspective. Other people from a different perspective might <laughs> yeah. enjoy and understand. Yeah. And they don't realize it's because of entitlement. They think that they're entitled to have their place at the table, and they don't realize that it's out of it's out of an impression of other people groups. I mean, we're even getting into this into like even if you look through TikTok and think about cosplay, you know, if a black right. person wants to, you know, cosplay a, you know, a traditionally white character, it doesn't matter. They could do that. Mm -hmm. But then what do what do entitled white people do? Oh well, then so I can do blackface and be a black character. Yeah, no, like... you can't. You're an idiot. You know, if you want to be, if you're white, you want to be Mace Windu, shave your head. Yeah. But don't if do black, black Panther. Just yeah. my daughter Panther, changed her name to Mace Windu for about three weeks when she was five, awesome. I think. But no, you could. You can shave your head. You can put on the Mace Windu she didn't garb. Darken her skin. Carry a purple lightsaber and say, "I'm Mace Windu." Exactly. And there's nothing yeah, exactly. wrong with that. Yeah, my son I had wants a to be Miles Morales, but all he does is he wants the the, the costume. Yeah. He doesn't want to exactly. do anything else. And that's how it's supposed to be. Like, I had a conversation with people at my job because I work with the majority of white people at my job. Mm -hmm. And I had a conversation where I, I said a joke, and then I don't know if anybody knows, I'm kind of funny. You know, I'm pretty. <laughs> nah, I, get the, I, get the, I get the yuck yucks, you know, I'm pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I told a joke, and a, a few of the white people were like, hmm. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. And I was just like, that's no problem. You know, for me, when I when I say I don't get things, that means it's not for me. So that joke wasn't for you. But it made me think about growing right. up as a black person, black people in general, we play the dozens with our family. Like we roast each other, like we crack jokes on each other in our family. So like we grow up learning the nuances of like this person is joking and that's a funny thing and that's that's that. And I realize that I don't think a lot of white people grow up that way. So when when black people hit them with a joke, they immediately go racist because they don't know how to mm. play the dozens or know how to joke. And it's just, a it showed me like a, a split line of like how mm -hmm. I was raised and how they, they cover raised. that in the film. Yeah. In the film, in the yeah. hallway, the, the, when, the, the mama yeah. jokes uh, were completely yeah. right. like the, well, the white guy was like, what are you talking or about my mama for? Yeah. 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 And got all like, pissed. Like, yo, 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 calm down, calm down, calm down. I got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you and the guy with learn, the backache. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You Good know, mama jokes. Yeah. Fact, That's how you say it. Quick fact, though, he has lost a ton of oh, weight. Oh, Ethan Suffley is yeah. amazing. Oh, my Ethan God. Suffley, he is buffed. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Said, He's like, good Jack job, now. dude. It's crazy. He's super Jack now. Yeah, yeah. He's so much weight. Yeah. Wow. I think this That's film good. also, one last thing thought for me, sure. where, like, to be able to go back and to show people in a format like this movie that's, you know, at least digestible for most of us, that yes, these arguments happen. Yes, there were people throwing bricks through windows. It still happens sometimes. Uh, yes, the signs were up, you know, trying to protect the whiteness of everything. When we have now the school board meetings where you have white parents screaming about critical race theory, this is that's the new version of that other. Now they think it's clean and everything because they're trying to say, oh, but we're all equal now. We're all integrated. No, you're still trying to whitewash everything. Yeah, like, and I, I think it's important like to, to say that that stuff did happen, and you're mm -hmm. just like the sort of whitewashed version of that racism that was going on back then, mm -hmm. whether you think you are or not. And I think it's so important for people to understand, like, talking about the fact that racism happened and that cultures are different and history isn't exactly what these certain textbooks have said all this time. 
is a good thing. Everybody needs to be going through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. We lost Mr. Marvelite. We'll see if he comes back. Uh, let's do a quick rating and let's see if we can give I offended a solid. Him. He had to, <laughs> yeah, he I know. Let's like, do a fine. solid 15 minutes on the program. Um, see what we can do with it. Uh, let's start off okay. with Black Girl Marvel with her rating since it was her film. Okay. So um, I give this film a 9.5.
<laughs> is he? He's back he's there, back. but he's yeah, not he's back, back here. He's messing also, me up. Also, Denzel Washington has done a couple of sci-fi films. What? Oh, he did. He did uh, Deja Vu and other yeah things of that. He did something called like Virtuosity. Yeah, he did Virtuosity. Okay, there's the bad Denzel film. That's one of his lesser. Virtuosity is, is terrible. But but it's a '91 film, and that's very new on the cusp of him being like a, a young actor. To take yeah, I don't know how much of that is really. His attributed fault. to Denzel's or Russell yeah. Crowe for that yeah. matter, and then they did reprise right. yeah. playing against each other one more time uh, right. later on, which was great. Okay, yeah. let's let's definitely give the uh, uh, Mr. Marvelite just give us your numbered rating. We got to get to the program so Sean can hear uh, our thoughts on it. Nine. Boom. Nine. Nine. What about Easy. what about twelve year old you? Nine. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. The program I is. That, I didn't so. give my rating. I didn't. Give oh, my you didn't. Yeah. Oh gosh, Kev, go no. please. Yeah. Oh please. Okay. I'm so oh, nine. Probably nine when if I was twelve watching it. Uh, but now a solid ten for exactly the same reason you said. Any film that makes me cry that much, that's not yeah. crying because I hate it so much, <laughs> gets a ten. Like it, it's a ten. Agreed. Agreed. On. Okay. So the program is. The film came out in 93 and was kind of the cutting edge football film at the time because it right. did all these topics no other football film would do and really kind of skirted the edge. And yeah, I remember them talking about this back then too. Yeah. And it had been like some, this edgy thing. Well, because they got into the kind of the dark side of football and what the programs mm -hmm. would do to make things go their way and what players would do to get recognized. And then, you know, all the, mm -hmm. all the NCAA stuff that we now know is kind of strangely no longer relevant uh, because they yeah. are going to allow that to happen, uh, which is good in my opinion. Um, anyway, so um, let's just get everybody's just kind of quick take on what they thought of the program and even put it versus these other two films since we are doing an all football night, mm -hmm. all the movie things. Let's hear it. Yeah, this, this one, I like the least out of the three for sure. Um, it was, yeah, I, I didn't see like the whole re like there wasn't really a lot of redeeming qualities for some of these characters when they came back around, you know, like, um, I don't know. I like, I just couldn't get behind like a lot, a lot of these characters are very arrogant and very, you know, just like didn't really see the error of their ways until it's like the last, like. 10 minutes of the film almost but then by that time it didn't feel like it was like redeeming enough for me for these characters i mean it just felt like they didn't learn anything um, and then they win you know what i mean spoiler alert it's like okay <laughs> like did you what did we learn then like we didn't let's like continue to do that stuff and yeah and it was it is like important to see like those things like that they would hide you know and like i thought it was kind of crazy like it felt like it was like back to back to back you know, James Conn's characters having to cover up all these things <laughs> for these characters, like right away. Like, yeah. What are you guys doing? Um, I didn't think it was kind of funny. Like, I almost felt like some of it was satirical in a way. Like, it was, I like thought some of it was kind of funny, just the way that some of them were. Like, I love the character um, who would like make up these messed up stories about the opposing team that he was going to like tackle. <laughs> you kidnapped my baby brother's <laughs> mama. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, he was really great. I loved him, but. Um, he went yeah, off. this one I did like the least out of out of the three. So all right, yeah, yeah. Mr. Marvelite, let's just go around the horn here. Can we just talk about the fact that there was only one guy that was on steroids on the team? Like that doesn't even sound like plausible. Right. You had the one steroid <laughs> so he was like guy. Like the, you had the one the guy who had the really bad injury. You had yeah. the one guy who cheated. 
like it was i understand they were trying to hit a bunch of topics but like yeah. you know like even at the beginning they were talking about how like you know none of them you know would ever face real repercussions for academics um and that was played on but then you had that one that felt like he really had to cheat like if he knew he was gonna escape why did he you know get the coach's daughter to cheat for him um and it was like okay, whatever. um i did love the fact that they like like <laughs> It was funny because like I've I've seen like all of the all of the football movies are kind of like blending into themselves, and so yeah. at one point when they were when they when they went to go see the uh, the guy who would then be a freshman player, um, I'm I'm like I was having like um, we are Marshall vibes like when they were going and offering, mm-hmm. yeah you'll you'll be able to start as a freshman like you yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. be in the team like you won't be on JV you'll be in varsity and the whole and, and then like in. they had the whole cheerleaders and everybody like out there. <laughs> He right. gets to the bus freshman year and he's like, "Where's all the stuff?" It's like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. School starts and we got you. So you're just a worm freshman matter. now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it, it, it was interesting. Like you have you have this football thing and I, this, these football guys and like you know there's there's you know drinking and all this other stuff and the the, the only like gratuity like again I haven't seen the whole end of the thing but you see the one steroid injecting guy's butt and it's like that's we, yeah. we really had to see that and then I'm sitting there thinking. Yes, he did. Was it a real butt or was that a prosthetic? It was a real butt. It was his butt. It was a stunt butt. It was a real butt. It was his butt, and they kept that shot. Man, that was. And that was a good butt. (laughs) I mean, it was a roided-out butt. Not really. The actor probably was (laughs) not doing roids. That's an added one and a half points. Steroids, right? Just to be specific about what type of roids. Oh, sorry. Good point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Not the him variety. Yeah. Mr. J. Kev Parker, what's your take on the program? Uh, I, I didn't love it the first time I watched it. I didn't love it on the rewatch, but I don't yeah. hate it either. I, it's, it takes a lot for me to hate a film. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, that's not my personality. Um, right. It's too much yeah. energy, I think, to hate something. But, uh, <laughs> and part of it reminded me, though, of what I didn't like about, and one of the main reasons why. I wasn't ever part of the football team in my school. And I was like the second biggest guy in my school. So people were always like, something wrong with you? Why don't you play football? I'm like, mm-hmm. I-, I like my knees working and you know, <laughs> things like that. So I don't, uh, and I don't like questions. all of you who yeah. you know have bullied me all these years. Uh-huh. Uh, but like to see those types of personalities and I-, I get it. Like each of the characters is a caricature of a type of problem. Uh, so oh, like yeah. the Royd dude, uh-huh. like, he even made it clear, like, I can't perform like you without this. And so not everybody yeah. is as gifted yeah. naturally as you. And then when it's to the point where everybody, you know, is uh, about to you know, move on to the pros, he, he realizes he can't without the steroids mm-hmm. because he doesn't have the talent. Like, he just can't do it. Uh, so there's that guy. So it kind of shows the pressure of somebody who might actually fall into steroids because they're trying to, you know, better their life or whatever. Uh, and then, you know, the... Uh, uh, you know, Joe Kane, Kane is able. Uh, he worst up analogy a, ever. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Hated Even it. when, I, yeah, I saw that. I was first. I was like, yeah, I think that doesn't mean what you think it means. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because he's still on the field. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the fact that he grew up in an all alcoholic family, I did too, and so I could relate a lot to that. Now, my dad went to everything that I did, so you know, his dad never right. did, even at the end, yeah. right? He didn't go. And so, like, there, there's no happy endings in this movie, which is kind of a red flag for me. Like, uh, I, I need something to wrap up. That's why I love yeah. 
Clash of, or Clash of the Titans. Remember the Titans? Clash of the Titans too. I guess. Sorry, I told <laughs> they you for me. Yeah, they clashed. Uh, they did clash. They did. Remember great, the but, uh, Clash of the Titans. I now I want to some... see a claymation version of Remember the Titans. But anyway, <laughs> I, of of good like they won the football game, but it was kind of an empty victory to me because yeah, everybody still had their shitty too. problems. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, really no, no, bad please. Problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's and... the one for tonight. Yeah, I think yeah. that's one right. so it I hit it quiet now. Besides ass. Um, yeah. And so I think I already hit it. I didn't though, say but, that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the fact that, you know, he kind of figured out that he needed to get better. So there was at least that. So Joe was getting better. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Well, Darnell uh, got good grade. He got up. He passed his thing. He right? met the dad. Mm -hmm. Darnell's right. thing yeah. was going so, good. He kind of changed a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Right. So there, there were some improvements. Uh, I think the coach, the fact that he stuck his neck out for the player that got his daughter expelled forever mm -hmm. and didn't no. stick up for his daughter yeah and just to, to show you kind of the corruption in these types of programs and mm -hmm. you know i was like the university professor minus the bow tie like this isn't fair this isn't we're not here for football <laughs> you know? yeah so uh but then i realized yeah that's not gonna make me any friends either so uh yep. maybe right. i won't be that guy but yeah i just it it I think it shows an important message of like how messy these things are. And like, there was, there is still corruption. I'm sure that some kids are still getting their pockets lined, Oh yeah, you know, to show up and yep. because it's big football is big money period. Yeah. Even for high schools, or, it's big yeah, money. Yeah. Or, yeah. And it, it is what it is. I, I don't like it, but you know, I, I also, like I said, I have friends that played football who are great people who were never terrible, awful, you know, human beings. Then, mm -hmm. There were some others on the team that were also awful. Like it always attracted at least that group, right? But also, you know, some of the good guys. And you know, I, I don't know. Overall, I probably won't watch this movie ever again unless I'm asked to review it once more. Right. But yeah. uh, but uh, you know, it was good to rewatch it because I forgot some of the things came from this movie. Like you were saying, Mr. Marvelite, some of the things kind of blur together when you see yeah. it. Like you know dozen or so football films over the years and uh I, I totally forgot about roid guy throwing the girl around like a rag doll oh, but then yeah, like a remember, rag like, doll. Oh, yeah that was the thing that really set me off in 1993 yeah. when this movie yep. came out uh and also okay so controversy about the film uh you may not those of you a little bit younger than us may not remember this but i'm sure that mr snidmits remembers this there was a scene that got cut right after the movie was first released or right as it was being released of Joe and some other players laying down on the stripe of a highway. Yeah. And cars just going yeah, by I them, that. barely mm -hmm. missing them because a couple of different groups around the country yep. saw that in the trailer and did it. And right. one person died, two people were yep. injured seriously. And so they cut that out. Yeah. Uh, it's like mm -hmm. a Hong Kong uh, you know, a laser disc version still has it, but no, yeah. you know, no. It was other... funny. I was waiting for that scene too in there because I remember that. And that, yeah, whole I remember story. Well, like, what's happening. Then in the news, yeah. they're like, well, this scene was cut because people yeah. were doing it because people yeah, are yeah. idiots. Right. Like, that's not exactly what they said, but it's like the people that think they're in the Matrix and try to wake themselves up by throwing themselves off buildings. Off of things. Almost like yeah. the kids throwing bully balls off of the side of overpasses. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I've had a, a, a rock hit my car one time and I, if I'd have caught those guys, anyway, that's another story. <laughs> I, I'm not in prison, so that's good. But uh, <laughs> For them. Because that can kill somebody. But yeah, it's those kids. Yep. I don't, I, I can't stand them. But yep. yeah, so this film, I think it shows some gritty reality more than the other two films, except for the racism, obviously, in Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yeah. And there was an aspect of that was, that seemed maybe missing from the program. Black Girl Marvel, let's hear your take on the program. Um, well, I was seven years old when this movie first came out. 
and I we had it on VHS, and I remember watching it, but I don't remember retaining anything from it. So I watched it again today, and I was like, oh, this film ain't good. And I feel like as a black woman, I'm supposed to like it because it's like, you know, it's Holly Berry and it's Omar Epps. And it's like, but I was just kind of like, I chalked it up right, to 90s yeah, writing. Yeah. This right. is 90s writing, right? I felt like the yeah. film was too congested. It had too many people for me to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was too many tropes where like, yeah. did Darnell or Kane, did they have to have girlfriends? Like the boy just stepped onto the high school, right. like, I mean, college campus. And immediately yeah, like, fell in love with this one girl. It was just like, what are we? I know. <laughs> that was my thing too. It was like, you're just on a tour of the school. Like, exactly. What are we doing he's here? He's trying to get a kiss from her. Exactly. And it's like, hold yeah. up, buddy. Like, relax. <laughs> um, I just felt like, again, this movie had great moments. There were the moment where the guy for me was tossing the girl around and then the, his friends came and like pulled him off. Most friends don't do that, and that's a trope in movies that you rarely see. They be like, oh, let me close the door, let y'all have right. your moment. Like, that's yeah. the trope you see. You never see the trope where somebody protects the girl that's, that's really not a part point. of their thing. Yeah. You know, was so like I was, so to yeah. me, that was a scene where, like, I felt, un- I didn't really feel uncomfortable because I know that it's make-believe, but still, I was just like, yo, he's tossing her around, yeah. and then the fact that they stopped it, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's moments where I like I like Buffy because Buffy was in that Christmas yes, Buffy character. Right. Um, yeah, she, um, awesome. I like that she beat him in tennis. Like she yeah, brought him down yeah, a notch. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you play this, but I play this because football players or basketball players swear that their sport is superior and nothing touches it. So yeah. to have this tennis player with a bum knee, just got some surgery, <laughs> yeah. just smash this guy on the court. Good moment. But I, yeah. I, I feel like this this film fell into the. Uh, the, like I said, the 90s writing of like just uh-huh. putting so much into the story. Like maybe if you just focus on Kane and, and Jefferson and their stories, because I felt like they paralleled each other mm-hmm. because one was in on their way in becoming a star. One was on their way out becoming a star, even though he was yeah. like almost his freshman, I mean, his senior year or something like that. That would have been good. Everybody yeah. else in the middle, I was like, that's a lot for this movie. The one character that I wanted to see, he got into an a, a accident. And he his whole career was over, and all yeah. he wanted to do was set his mom up in a nice house. And I was like, this I know. Is, and the only person that came to visit him was the coach, and the coach was literally coach. like, he was literally like, yeah. "You're my favorite player. That's the only reason I'm here. Otherwise, late." Like, um, you know, and like, ugh, so it was just yeah. like, it, it was, was just like scene. how. But but when Kane comes out of rehab, a forced rehab, mind you, he didn't do that on his own volition. Yeah. Everybody was there to pick him up in the in the truck, to, but you didn't go visit the one guy. But it didn't, but then again, I think about it. He was very negative, right? We saw that he wanted to like take care of his mother and things like that. And I don't care if I'm illiterate; I'm gonna still pass and yeah. do these things and make it to the NFL to to help my family. That's all good and well. But whenever somebody had an issue or somebody said something, he was very negative. So it makes sense. Nobody went to go visit him at the hospital. Because why would I go visit mm. somebody that rags on me every two seconds that I do something, or a guy who yeah. pranks me to go get like him some French fries or whatever that was he asked Omar Epps character? <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. some know? rookie thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's a rookie thing, like you know that, that that yeah, like that scene. So like that was all in all, I think it was a blessing. My brain didn't remember the program at seven, but um, I was happy to have watched it to to experience. A film that's like in my like my whole family has seen and watched. And um, mm-hmm. again, I always say this: I'm not copying you, Jacob. Uh, 
probably won't watch this ever again in my life unless somebody asks me to. Yeah. Even then, I might be on the fence. Right. Okay. But all right. That's all right. It. Well, if you ever have to do it again, here's what I did. It's on YouTube for whatever reason. No, I've done that with a couple of movies from here that I don't want to watch I did again. It I was like, Let me get two a times <laughs> speed. Yeah. So that I could get through it in an hour. <laughs> and uh, there were a couple of scenes where recap. I slowed it down, but uh, my brain just worked. I like watching things that fast anyway, unless it's like. Remember the Titans, I would not want to speed yeah. that one up because I don't oh, get sure. emotional. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. This one, it, it, it worked out well for me, my weird yeah. brain. So, I, did that with, I did that with Jurassic Park when we watched that a couple of weeks ago. I'm what? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's mad now. Yeah. Um, I love you, though. So I have two things that I want to say about this film, and then we'll just do quick ratings because we are over time. Uh, I guess three things because I just realized this was distributed by Buena Vista, which means technically distributed by Disney. Disney uh, yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, so there were two Disney-related things. Um, the thing I'm going to say about this movie is I liked it when I was a teenager when it came out because uh, I was a, I was a sophomore, uh, but it was gritty. So, of course, I liked it uh, watching it now. Meh, very meh. Um, the scene that I want to mention that has not been mentioned is the moment when um, Dwayne Davis uh, walks up to Andrew Ber uh, Bernarski is how you say his name uh, and spits in his mouth and then slams him on the and they spit in each other's mouth. I'm like, how much did they have to talk about this? <laughs> how much did they pay them to make sure they'd spit in each other's mouths? Because that was not, yeah. that was whenever real. I see movies, Whenever I see movies like that, when people do things like they spit in their face, this is pre-pandemic, this is before the pandemic, anything, it always, <laughs> makes, me, it always makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, how are they yeah. doing this? I have a spit I problem. I my job. I don't so like they brought job. up, that brought up some bad memories of me in locker rooms. Ooh. junior high so i'm oh, just saying yeah. fair enough fair enough this is why i don't play sports <laughs> and the, one of the movies also because i'm slow and uh <laughs> yeah but but mainly because you know there's they bad stuff happens in those locker rooms right and those guys at least it was consensual i guess right you know, no yeah well i mean bad. it didn't seem like it necessarily but then they were like ah screw it go with it uh, that yeah. being said uh let's give a quick just numbered uh review and then we will uh do our traditional raid uh all the movie things um, I gotta give this probably a six, six and a half. Okay. Um, yeah. Twelve year old me would have never watched this. Yep. Mr. Marvel like. Yeah. Um, let's say five. I wasn't mm. impressed. Yeah. Fair. Jeb or K Jeb K Parker. Kev, Jeff. I cannot speak. I'm just as tired. Jay Kev Parker. Parker. I said it right for two two hours. Can't say it right. Troll now. Slayer. Just call me Troll Slayer. I no, like that. Um, I like that. <laughs> Troll Slayer. Uh, Three, I give it a three. Ooh. Ooh, wow! And twelve-year-old self wouldn't have watched it. I respect that. I I watched it when it came out, so but I was fifteen. Uh, yeah, I was fifteen. I probably wasn't supposed to. It's rated R, but somehow yep. I ended up. <laughs> well, they didn't. They didn't card us back then. Um, no. So Not that's probably one theater on the one street. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Black Girl Marvel. Um, I agree with all the movie things like I usually do, and I give this a six. Um, like I said, I was seven when I watched it. It wasn't too far off from 12. So I think my 12 year old self would probably have been like, nah, it gets no rating. Fair. Nope, don't like it. Fair. So. Uh, I'm going to give it a three out of four, by the way. That's actually that pretty and... high. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give it also a six, sense, but I would say that if you're a football fan, it's an eight. Um, yeah. And I think I know why Sean likes this film. He's a huge football fan. He's a he's like mm -hmm. a diehard fan. So to him, this is like look at the inside track. Look at the way this is, and it's gritty right. and it's raw. 
and I get that. I understand why he likes it. Um, but as if a not film, for that, I might have given it yeah. a one. But that part gets it two whole points, so that's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so a six, I'll give it that. Um, that being said, yeah. this has been episode eighteen of the Real Study season one, and this has been Super Bowl Sunday with special Thank guest. Thank you for joining us, Jake. Right. Jay yes, Kev, thanks Thank so much, you. sir. Really appreciate you. Hey, appreciate what you're doing to be out there. And I appreciate all of you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank and Mr. Marvelite, thank you for showing up halfway through, even though you had some hey, crazy sir. things happen. Glad to have you here. Um, easy. Yeah. That's um, it. Watch the first half of the show, Mr. Marvelite. I make fun of you and I talk about you. So I want you to see. Oh, wonderful. I look forward to it. <laughs> she made really good fun of you, though. Like, it was really yeah. well yeah. done. So much Jurassic Park okay. trash talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm so it. glad that you could make fun of me. She said Alan Grant sucks, by the way. Alan Grant Clever sucks. Clever girl. She, said, yeah. she yeah. said that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I didn't know the situation. If I knew the situation, I still right. would have made fun of you. <laughs> well, I told Simmons to tell everybody that, you know, I was... You know, I didn't oh, have a chance. But, you know, being know. Arabic and talking about, like, gas leaks and explosions, that was yeah, not... Yeah, no, like, red flag. Yeah. The algorithm will get you on TikTok for that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Exactly. All right. We are rating yeah, now. You, you guys have fun. Here we go. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for have joining us. Good night. Have a good week. Thanks. Thanks Bye. Bye.